All right, so we're not going to do uh, Amanda Arso because Wahala wants to talk about one topic and we, oh. we don't want a long episode this, dash, this, this, this week. Me. Well, I don't have anything prepped for dash Amanda Arso. So there's a, there are a bunch of there's stuff that I want to talk about actually very much so, but I was going to put it away till next week. But what do you want to talk about now? Because I just because I, 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 but I can, that can wait, isn't it? Your daughter's like not more important than Charles the Rapper. I mean, it's less... Yes. It's less important. I'm still doing it wrong. Yeah! That's twice. Clearly, I like Charles the Rapper. <laughs> I, I <don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's going to be one winner. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You can't stop me in this oversachi. Nigga, watch me in the streets like it's roller hockey. Your bitch is floppy, giving sloppy. Why she call me poppy? Taking the doggies right to the face like she Kobayashi. You niggas flow is washy. I'm getting mines dry clean. Tight seam, it might seem. I'm selling bitches pipe dreams. High fiends, I'm back with a bag of them packed white things. My nights clean. I see these niggas hating through my ice blings. I'm a bad motherfucker. I ain't use a rubber. Super lover. So soon you say hello to your newest brother. The truest colors, what I bleed, but you. You ain't seen enough a nigga leaking. You gon' have to see the deacon, you stupid sucker. Young Dom say you old nigga. Man, it's so loud. It's my back and figure, but yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects. This is the Eloquently Saying Nothing podcast. We are recording Sunday. 30th of April. You know what? It's approximately half past five mm. p.m. And the episode number is 405, is it? Is it 405 or 405? Yes, 405, because it was a 405. In your blood you know what? I love Atcha Bronson on Alchemist Beat so bad that I just want to hear Ghostface on Alchemist. Al- 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 <laughs> I just want to hear a whole Ghostface on Alchemist. So why don't you just listen to Atcha Bronson's on Alchemist? No, no, no. <laughs> I want to hear Ghost on that. Because they're the same. You know? the, voices, no, the voices are so similar, whatever. And obviously Ghost is like my top five MC. I want to hear him on Alchemist. Al- Ghost is not a fan of action because of the similarities, isn't it? Well, he didn't have a problem with him at first, but then Atcha Bronson came to come and chat some rubbish. Is it? Yeah, he kind of was like, oh, don't compare me to him. But he was basically, at first he was be, he was humble with it. And then one time he tried to come up with some rubbish and the ghost was like, don't disrespect me. I guess, because he's going to hear it all the time. Because you sound like him, regardless of whether or not, you sound like him and you try to rap like him. Don't pretend like you don't. He tried to rap like him too. You don't think that, Ash- do you not listen to Atcher Brunson? Not that much. Atcher Brunson raps like Ghostface. Only Ghostface says something out, of, like, he, he will say something outlandish, wild, in a, in a flow that was just like Ghostface. For him to tell me that he's not listening to Ghostface or he's not pretending to be Ghostface is an outright lie. Like snatch Riz a last piece of fish right, right off his glass, glass dish. dish. Listen, that's a type, that's a type of thing. That's a type of thing that that such a person would say. If, if you go to the verse, you'll probably hear something just like that on that verse. Right. So what's he next? He's the last person on the on the, the song. Right, let's, let's be for the bit. That, that song's got. Only address me by my reverend name, the good doctor, the good author, good brain. That is something that goes to say. Dancing drunk and trespass like. But that's a good lyric. Good. But that's only that. 
Now it's not because we only address me by my reverend name. The good author, the good doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's a good look how far you had to go to hear something that the ghost would say. Yeah, but any good rapper would say something like that. Nah, man. I'm not putting that. It's as a, bam, that's, bam. that's not ghostism. It's the way that he says it. It's not the way he says but it. Because he sounds like him, it's gonna. It's gonna. No, no, the like flow doesn't have to be the same. Okay. He, he, I don't want people sounding like me. I know I'm. From flipping to this high yellow Chinese bitches from that she make me chicken broccoli for lunch. I roll the joint like I'm a tumble. Okay, okay. I don't want to have to do anymore. Okay, 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 okay. Alright. <laughs> but that, that that song is fire. This staples is fire. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been simple the one that like um Boyd's uh what's her name? The DJ um Envy. And en- not Envy, the one that looks like a chipmunk. Hmm? The one that's always got beef, but he's not even a DJ. The uh, one, the- academic. Academics. Academics. Academic. Is it it was DJ Academics, isn't it? Yeah. Is he the one that was on that show, innit? Everyday struggle. Yeah. And he's the one that had like the He's from Detroit or something? No, Vince Staples is from West Coast. Oh, I've, okay, I'm forgetting someone else then. Is there another Vince in the, in the rap game? Vince Mensa. Yeah, yeah. Vince Mensa. No, that's Vic Mensa, isn't it? Vic Mensa. Vic Sorry, yeah. but I think he's talking about him. Was it Vic Mensa? that? I think he's the one that chief academics. Oh, yeah, okay, right. But Vince Staples is wicked, man. And he's so funny. Like, I mean, he's so funny. He's actually on Abbott's Adventure at the moment, but he's hilarious. But he's a gangster. Mm-hmm. Don't get yourself confused. I'm a gangster. He's the one that's in the, um, the Old Town Road video when he, when he stops off... Uh, in the West Coast, and he's not talking to him about the horses and the road running. That's Vince Staples. I think you know, the man thing. I don't know Vince Staples. I don't know any of his music. I don't you know need to go and listen to Vince Staples' last album because it is wicked. I just don't listen to 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 to, to music too tough anymore. Vince Staples. I should have sent you that. Vince Staples' album is very very good. The last one. Talk and about. In fact, all these albums are quite good. DJ Academics. Mm. The man's a chief. He's a chump. I'm not a big fan of his. But when he's ready for smoke with somebody, Ooh. I love it. I love watching him, especially when it's Rory and Mo. Yeah, I love it. He just constantly goes back. I love it. And then the beef obviously filled up between them and, and Joe Biden a couple of weeks ago. Again. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. I haven't got time for any of that rubbish anymore. I don't listen to either of their podcast, so it's, that's that's the only time it, it might pop up on my on my radar with them two mm. beefing again. Well, they they got their thing. What did they call them? <sighs> I forgot he called them. Uh, Bare minimum. That's what he called them. But, but have you have you seen their podcast? I watched the first or listened to the first uh, few episodes. Okay, so re- you you must have seen them when they was in the studio. So basically, what happened was um, they got kicked out of the studio that they were in. They got kicked out. Or they left. I think a mixture of both. Um, I think because basically their dog kept on shitting in the studio. Oh god! Or some foolishness like that. What a nonsense! Or they kept on blaming their dog, saying that it was shitting in the studio because they kept on finding shit in the studio. And um, so there was like basically you, you can't bring your dog in here, so you gotta go. So then they, they're now starting to record from Rory's house. So instead of just leaving the dog, they left the whole studio? I believe so. Or the, the studio told them to get leave. One of the two. All right, okay. But um, um, basically, they're now recording at Rory's house. Uh, and even we, obviously, we're recording in the shop. We're not in a studio. But at least we've got mic stands. They use their hands. <laughs> so Joe Biden would cuss as well. Because he's like, how can you be seen with the cables and that type of stuff? If we do do figure video, you shouldn't even. as a point, if we were doing the video, you probably try. We'll probably try to hide the desk if we could anyway. But um, they don't hide the desk basically, and they're all um, uh, Rory and Moore holding the things with their the microphones on their hand throughout the whole podcast. They're doing an hour and a half podcast. They're holding the microphone. Clearly, obviously, the sound is it's not bad to me. It's the sound it's not terrible, but you wouldn't expect somebody to hold a pod uh, mic throughout the whole podcast that they're doing. Mm. So he was just saying that you're burying your middle. He's, but he's got more beef with, with uh, Mo now than he does with Rory even. 
Him and Rory seem to be actually at a position where they're not that bad. Moe's, what's his, his point? Yeah. He's going to have... And when Moe's gunning you, he's gunning... I was, it's, it's I, always I, 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 gunning. I was listening to an old um, Joe Biden mixtape. Which one was it? It was Mood Music 2 or 3. Mm. Be- I'm not a big stage person, so I guess I can take what I'm saying with a pinch of salt. But those two mixtapes, maybe even four as well. It might be three or four, whatever. But Are you in the mood yet? Absolute top tier mixtapes. Top, top, top tier. Better than whatever Abby would have released after his first one. Top tier. Anyways. And um, yeah, Mo was there doing the interviews in one of them. He was doing... Yeah, the, his boy. They used, to live they used to live together. Yeah, so I was... I, so they're good friends. So, but, he's not saying Mo, but now I know his voice. Like, That's Mo! Yeah, so they used to live together. But um, yeah, but Mo is the one, from what I've been hearing anyway, whenever I do listen to him, he's always the one that's sending shots at Joe. Right? Joe... Hard, he said shots at them as well, but it's not it's like a not really he's he has like a proper this he like he hates Joe mm. and he and he's constantly talking about him. He calls him not by his name, he'll call him like a uh, the other day he was calling him a cat burglar, all of this nonsense thing, blah 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 blah. So he they they show shots show, show at each other, but Rory tends not to say much. Rory doesn't really say much, but Mo is is constantly going on and he's getting basically Rory's getting hit by a shrapnel because <laughs> Because he's evolved, so I think the last time. But he spoke this time. Like, yeah, he's like, "Leave me alone." Basically, I've done, like, I don't cause you any trouble. Leave me alone. You're guilty by association, fam. Basically, you're you're on your podcast with your boy, and he said, even Joe said it. Yeah, I know you don't really say much, but you're on your podcast with this guy, and this guy's constantly talking about me. So I'm gonna talk about the both of you, basically, because you're both there. But um, but he said he he alluded to it the other day that him and Rory was in a car the other day together. Driving somewhere, like it's not. He said that it's not me and him don't really have that beef, but because this guy constantly is beefing me on your podcast, then it's then it is what it is. Type is thing. there a touch of WWE with this? Where it's just no, I don't think I it call is. it WWE. It's WWF. Is there a touch I, of WWF? No, with this I, I don't think like, it is. I think Rory uh, Moore has a deep hate for. But then if you're in the car with, with Rory and then Rory's cussing you a few weeks later, is that a, like, well, no? Because because Joe's cussing him. That's what I say. Joe's cussing Rory. So this is, well, this is, uh, that's my point. If we're in the car together one minute and then cussing each other, the Joe next minute. is Joe. Like, you know Joe. Joe's Joe's all about abusing people. He said that you don't hate them, but you can't be talking. You and your boy can't be talking about me on your, on your podcast, and I'm not going to say nothing because you and your boy together talking about me. Would you be friends with Joe? Me, Joseph Budden. Joe Budden has of Joseph, Jersey, Joseph South Budden. Carolina and uh, Queens. Is that what he says? <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's from like three different places. He, he was talking about and Harlem. Even he said that he would live in Harlem for a while as well. But um, I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally. No, he got him and Cameron have got beef now as well. Got too much previous. But Cameron, no, this one, this one, Cameron's going on like a bitch. As far as like I said, and you, you know, you love Killer Cam, right? So Joe and Nori had a podcast. Yeah, Nori came onto the Joe Budden podcast. And they had a discussion about podcasters. I actually watched that. Yeah, episode. so you watched the episode and he was yeah. saying, and you said Dory said, uh, you know, uh, I'm happy that they're failing, basically. I didn't uh, know who he was talking about. He was, t- basically, he was, he, they, he, Cameron thinks he's talking about him and it could have been Cameron. But they were talking about sports. Uh, I saw a TikTok where basically they listed all the, because uh, what's, what's the one from down south? He had the song with, uh, with uh, Trick, Trick Daddy. Mm. Trick Daddy's got a cooking podcast. So he's talking about cooking podcasts. I think you see Trick Daddy. So they were showing the ones that he was actually talking oh, okay. about. And then they showed uh, um, Cameron. the, the camera. So Cameron's got this thing with Mace where they do like a sports, like, uh, t- like a sports take type yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, I heard yeah. about it, yeah. Um, so obviously, Nori was talking about them. <laughs> Nori has no shame. Nori will talk about it Because Nori is gangster. Nori's, everyone knows Nori. Yeah, but Nori's friends with these people. He's friends man. with people. Exactly. He's friends with Cameron. Brand from, Cameron, from New York, Cameron was, on, was on, the, on the podcast the other day. But he's he, he, no reason a joke already. He just would just say anything he wants to say, right? But instead of Cameron talking to Nori, he went to start speaking about Joe. 
And they said, he said, I know, I know you're the one that said it, but I know it's that that crackhead Joe that made you say these things, blah, blah, blah. I just started going at Joe Budden. So I'm just like, why are you going at Joe? You know Nori said it. You even said Nori said it, but you said you're forgiving Nori, but you're going at Joe. Joe never said nothing. He was just like, he was just laughing. And then later on the next week, he's like, I didn't even know you were talking about them, man. If I knew you were talking, I wouldn't even have, I would never have backed that, basically, type thing. So it wasn't Joe. It was blatantly Nori, and he knows it's Nori, and instead of him going for Nori, he's going for Joe. That might be because Joe's uh, podcast is one of the most popular ones with beef, and that's why he can think that he can go back and forth with Joe. So maybe that's a WWE thing. On, on Cameron's part, maybe. Yeah. But Joe's just like, why are you coming from? Like, everyone's coming from him, because he got voted the number one um, pod, uh, podcast stream by Complex the other day. I don't think it was podcast. Or was media number, guy, uh, hip-hop media. Uh, I think it was... And um, he's obviously rubbing it in everyone's faces. So now people are coming back and forth a bit. But that's, yeah. that's how the Rory and Moore thing come up again because yeah, yeah, yeah. they was they were saying how could he be number one, blah blah blah. Them man the sound well, Rory the sounds I mean, sorry, more the sounds better. But they have to know that their podcast is rough. Like it's not the problem, the reason why <laughs> No, but the reason why people are just No, because it's not even just I, I listened to them before and it, I list I gave them a good chance because I liked Rory and Moore. Remember I actually came on one point at the podcast and I had to apologize later and I said that Rory and Moore was, was better than Joe at one point. Then I came back a couple of weeks later to say I was foolish for saying that. Yeah. But at one point I liked them just as much as Joe. Yeah. They went to go and do their own podcast and then they, I just noticed that they have no like the things that Mona used to speak on the, on the Joe Budden podcast, and, and now I understand why. Because when he's talking, what he's talking about is not, not something that everyone's like really wants to hear. He's too cool for school and everything. He'd never do anything. He'll never do this, never do that, which is fine. But it doesn't make for compelling listening. Yeah. And uh, the jokes that they're making just go on for all, on for on and on and on. It's just not, for me, it's not compelling listening. It's not, if you're not going to talk about nothing, I want your jokes to be top tier that I'm laughing. Yeah. But I don't think they do that. And a lot of their, even the people that do listen to them have been complaining that, you know, you're either saying the same topics or there's nothing new that you're talking about or just that other. So there was a lot of complaints from their own fans about the fact how, that- How do you know that? They're ready and all that type of stuff and the comments you see and the, the things. We're saying that they're doing the bare minimum. Like, on the YouTube. Yeah, like sort out yourself, man. You get some mics. Like even they're saying that as well. So that's why when he was calling the bare minimum, everybody was dreading because they're like, you don't, you, you man are doing the bare minimum. You made all this money. You made like $7 million apparently deal or whatever they had. Is it? Yeah, apparently that's what they got. $7 million deal or something like that through the podcast thing that they're going through. God damn. And um, yeah, you're not, you're not really, you're not really showing, you know, you're not really showing much about that. After a while, you're not, you're not progressing. You're one, just, of the, one of them footballers that got the deal and then when they got the deal, they flopped. I don't know if they flop because they still got listeners. I, but I think a lot of the listeners are. The I'm, not talk, I'm not talking about the listenership flop. I mean, you know, some people they work hard to make the money, and then mm. once they've made the money, they work. They rest on their laurels. No, I think that that they just this, this is who they are. It's just that without Joe, they're not as good. They've got two other people. This is the thing I had a big problem with with their podcast. They've got a, a, a girl there, and it might have changed because I haven't listened for months now. Mm. But they had a girl named Demaris. Demaris is their friend, like uh, Rory's friend, and uh, whatever. Demaris was good. Mm. Right? Demaris was actually good. She was played a bit of the Joe part where she was structuring them to get into conversations that were, as far as I'm concerned, good conversations. She, she comes in at the right moments. She says the right things, yeah? And they allowed, as far as I'm concerned, their toxic fans to make her come off the podcast to the point where she doesn't, she's not active as much anymore. How, well, how can they allow it? Because I think the Reddit people were saying, oh, why are you letting this woman come and tell you this, that and the other? Why is this girl? Because again, it's a, it's a male-orientated podcast. It's always been a male orientated podcast. This woman's now talking. Why is she talking? Why is she on the podcast so much? Yada, yada, yada. And so, to the point where I think they cussed her so bad that either she just said, you know what? I'm not built for this. This is not what I'm here for. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't meant to be on the mic this much for people to come and be abusing me in Reddit. Yeah. Or 
they're not my susceptible and maybe fall back because they're not getting the response that we thought we should get. But she was actually good. And I think if they let Karen continued and persevered with it, they would have had a better structured podcast. But, but she's still there. I just don't know if she talks as much. So, so you're saying that their audience are incel? <laughs> Partially, maybe. I mean, not incel, but a lot of the, especially Joel's audience, a lot of them is boys. There's yeah. a lot of women that listen to Joel's podcast. Let me not get this wrong. Mm. But a lot of them is men and they want to hear men type shit. Mm. And even now that Joe Biden's got, uh, he's got, um, do you remember uh, Melissa Ford? Yes. Yeah, yeah Melissa Ford's now part on the podcast. Is it? Yeah, she's been, she's a part of the podcast. And you know who Queen's Flip is? No. So you know those, those videos where that man was with his son in the car and he was going crazy over music and flipping over the, the cereals? Oh, yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Queen's Flip. Okay. I think. <laughs> yeah? Oh. I believe that's him. And he's the one that sits on the high chair. Yeah. So he's now on the podcast. So there's now six of them. So they've changed it up. And again, people was casting that as well, but people have got used to it. So... In fact, they did a podcast the other day without Joe Biden. Ooh, that would have been interesting. It was interesting. They had a, it took a little bit of time for them to get into the flow, but eventually it, was, it wasn't that bad. It was still better than Roy and Moore. It's a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's for me personally. I still, still better than you two bitches. I still think it was better than them. <laughs> and you came here on purpose. But um, yeah, so yeah, so they could, he called them bare minimum and then they made t-shirts called bare minimum and sold the t-shirts. They know how to market themselves quite well, Roy and Moore. I'll give them that. But um, yeah, I, don't, I just think it's nonsensical beef. I don't even know how we got on here because you talk about academics. Yeah, I just, I'm just, I, 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 I don't want to hear any more about Rory and Moore and Joe Biden wow. again. It's just a dead beef that they just keep resurrecting. Wow, 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 wow. Dead beef. Dead All right, food. then. Uh, okay, let's do these intros Top and then get on September. Where's the food, bruv? Sept- last last season. Mm. In fact, let me when you, when you do my intro, I, I talk about my holiday and I, I like I, that. That reminds me of my holiday. Um, okay, so let's do these intros. Okay, so as you've been listening, you can probably tell we have no guests, and we also do not have DJ Webslinger. Spiders stealing. Shout you out, my brother. And we do not have Mr. Wolf. Shout 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 you out, my brother. But we mm. do have to my right. Mm-hmm. The right honourable. Now I understand why I call him the right honourable gentleman because he's usually to my right. right inside, yeah. That's what something must have triggered that in my brain. The right honourable gentleman, Super Simon. I was once lost, and now I am found. It is through Rastafari that I am who I am. Therefore, do not speak ill of Marcus Galvi. Do not speak ill of Haley Selassie. Do not speak ill of Prophet Emmanuel Gaza. That was a short excerpt from a poem by the Right Honourable Kaputan. In this original rendition, it goes a little sound like this. I was once lost, but now I found light of the early Selassie. Selassie, I live it every time. Emmanuel, live it every time. Marcus, give him, live it every time. I sing, boy, if it is Marcus, then you must bite the dust and eat the rights and justice. That's what he taught us. And if it is Selassie, boy, you're going to die. Emperor Selassie, you're going to die. This Emmanuel, Gandongai, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall tell them. So for them, I walk with them, evil spell. No corruption for them all at well. I am low places where them wickedness dwell. True vanity, all them sold themselves. Man, I turn booger man, when I turn Jezebel. The earth is the fullness where everything dwell. Don't you find heaven? Don't you 
That simple Simon in a real life we don't have social media. Gaza we say forever. Alliance of the foundation. Gunshot the box. Bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. And in front of me I have my brother, your brother, our brother, Big Wala. That Big Wala is the Big Wala too. It was good people. You should really address me about my new AKAs. What's your new AKAs? Papi Chulo. <laughs> To me, nice big papi, uh, <laughs> big papi as well. Yeah, it will call it be big papi. Oh, what happened? Where, where's big papi? <laughs> who, call who's calling you that then? The waiters, the waiters, the, the waiters. waiters. What, what waiters? The waiters up in Mexico. Ah, so you've been out the country. Yeah, you know, I've been out the country. Mm. That's why I ain't been. Oh, you didn't tell them when I was about the country. No, no, oh, you didn't reveal the business. Oh, yeah, you know, we don't, we don't reveal the business. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Mexico. In Mexico. Doing Mexico things. Mm-hmm. Getting called Big Papi and Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. <laughs> hey, the Papi Chulo. I'm like, eh. I just demand them, you know. Mm. <laughs> I just look it up and say, which, which one is Papi Chulo? I thought this was a, But apparently, this means an attractive man or whatever. Mm. Or a man that revere or whatever. Yeah, Don't mind calling uh, a woman mommy or daddy yeah. or next mommy. man Papi. Where's mommy? That's mm. what Where's mommy? She's coming. Hey, papi Chulo, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, Big Papi, what's going on? You want, you want a drink? <laughs> like, I was going to say, he'd be like calling someone sweet boy. Yeah. And they got you on, on lock over there with the with the food and drink situation. Uh, I drank too much, man. Oh. I, I, ate too, I ate too much and I drank too much. Oh. Sugars. Sugars. It's not good for me. If Mr. Wolf was here, he'll be giving me a smack. But yeah, man, I enjoyed myself. It was all right. Yeah. It was all right. I, I, what did I want to say? What did you mention a minute ago that I wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, man, my holiday was cool. I went away to two weeks. I went to Cancun. Mm-hmm. Even though you didn't ask, I'm just telling you anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh man, there's a couple of things that are on this holiday that I, I, and I, and I need to stop. I need to find a way to make this, this thing stop. What's that? This is my wife. Mm. People like to talk to my wife. Oh. People want to talk to my wife. I don't know why they, they constantly want to talk to my wife. Everybody, not only because then not by just talking to her, they didn't have to come and speak to me, which is what I don't want. Okay. So if they want to talk to her, that's fine, but you don't have to then come to speak to me. The amount of people that come to me, oh, your wife is so beautiful. Mm. Oh, your wife is so pretty. She's so pretty. Every minute going up to her, you're so beautiful. Mm. Oh, you're so... Di-. I said, why Why are you telling me? It's like, no one of them said I was handsome. Wow. So it's almost like they tried to tell me, you... <laughs> you're, you're punching You're up. punching above your weight, son. <laughs> like, they said to me so many times... I have to say to her, I have to say, I'm so wrong. Why are you taking it that way? No, because that's what it felt like. And then you know what made it worse? Not only, not only was I getting all the, comp- uh, all the uh, she was getting all the compliments. The one time I think I got a compliment, she still took that one as well. Mm. Someone walked past because somebody smells, and I knew it was me because mm. I, just, I just sprayed myself. Mm. But she said, oh, thank you. I was thinking, is it you? Is it you though? Mm. <laughs> I, I didn't even say nothing. I just took the, the, the thing I walked off. But yeah, bad people wanted to talk to her, man. Oh my God. So it's like everywhere we go, people want to talk to her. Like they just want to have a conversation with her. And then by, by association, they have a conversation with me. Now, I have the biggest screw face at all, all, all times. You know this. Yes, very much so. So they look at me almost like security. Like mm. say, is, is this by the security? Or That's what it might be. They might think that she's a celebrity or something. Uh, no, no. They know that obviously I'm hugging her in it. So they oh, know fair that. Enough. But it's almost like this guy's screw facing me. But the woman, they still want to come and chat to you. But celebrities deal with their, with their security uh, as well. I'm I joking. Know, <laughs> the, way that they was, the, the way that they, she draws attention is mad. We always got, recently we only go on um, adults only holidays. Yeah. So it's obviously adults are speaking to her. But when you go to the ones with children there children love her as well they just want to talk to every everybody when, every time we go on holiday people want to talk to this woman I do not understand maybe because she's she, she, um, obviously she dresses uh, to, like in um, black baby suits and stuff there were a lot of women were talking about her baby suits and she's quite uh, booby I think a lot of people were 
are attracted to our boobs. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. So that's another thing that the women are attracted to. Even so one woman, one woman, you know, was asking me, "Is your boobs real?" She's wow. Like, she's like, yeah. <laughs> there was some, these. Listen, this all you bought. Hmm, these people, they they talk too much. You know, they don't know how to shut their mouth. Sometimes. This one was asking her if her boobs was real. Then, then the next minute, she's telling me that she um t- telling me that she was taking cocaine. I was like, how? I mean I don't do this I don't do that but yeah man the holiday was alright um, my staff was, was mocking me the other day I actually uh, made, uh, we actually uh, met a couple on the podcast <laughs> I mean on the podcast on the holiday that I uh, um, we went to a, a catamaran thing mm. so they were actually on our, in our hotel yeah. we went on a trip and they were on the trip right and um, in fact this was the reason why I said I was talking about the holiday what are you talking about man Oh man, I forgot what you said, and that's what you said. It me or him? That's it. That's it. Right. So I met some a couple. <laughs> I met a couple, and they were from New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, in fact, uh, the wife actually sent in the podcast. So I don't know. He might listen. I don't know. But I met a couple. One, Shout out one of the guys there. He, um, the guy that was, and uh, it was as a uh, woman and and um, man and woman. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> partners basically. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. and uh, God damn, <laughs> I find it difficult. I don't know. I have to get back in the take time, take time, bro. <laughs> take back time. in the groove. So catch your breath. It was, it was just, we, basically, when we was on that boat, as I said, the the woman was talking to, to to my wife and she was chatting all this stuff. And then when we was going to go and go and eat, right, um, we was walking and I saw the, the the black people. Yeah, and I knew that these 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 particular whites might have tried to draw. Us to that table, yeah. So I saw the blacks. I said, These lot are on, you know, they didn't know what blacks do, they separate yeah. themselves from the others, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they went to go sit. I said, well, so Let's go sit with them, man, instead of us congregating with these people. So they sat down and said, Can we sit there? He's like, Yeah, yeah, cool. So we started speaking, and um, they found, found out they're from New York, yeah. And now, uh, obviously, they found out from London. And one of the things they said to me, we were talking about hip hop, we yeah. In fact, how it started was we were just talking, me and the guy, they, the, the ladies went to go and get food, yeah. It was time for them to go and get their food, and uh, as the men, we stayed with their bags, as, yeah. as men do, as you do. And we were just chatting, and we, we actually fight, started talking about hip hop, yeah, because he's from New York. And I said, ah, I would love to go to New York. He was saying he would love to come to London, blah blah blah. And he's like, and he's like, um, you've been to America? I said, yeah, but I really need to go to New York. And he goes, why? And I was saying, because I love hip hop and yeah. everything I hear about. New York, it's New York, New York, and he's from Harlem as well. Yeah. So we was talking about um, shout out Harlem. Yeah, shout out Harlem. So we was talking about hip hop. Romance. He's a, bit, he's a bit younger than me. I think he was thirty five, but was about the same age of hip hop that we yeah. enjoy. Blah blah blah. So we was talking about we were talking about the Cameron, um, uh, uh, Dipset, and um, Locks thing. We was talking about all these different parts of hip hop. And at one point, we was uh, when we was having a discussion. He wasn't talking, mm. and I'm, I'm a nosy person. I must have looked and I saw his phone, and he was going through the sneakers app, mm. trying to get trying to get trainers. So I said, "What well, you like trainers?" Like yeah, he's got his own trainer room. I got my own trainer room. Yeah. So it was, and I'm like, oh, then we found out that his birthday is like three days before mine. <laughs> Romantic. And her, so her birthday, well, she was there for her birthday, yeah. and I was there for my wife's birthday, yeah. and their birthday is one day apart. Yeah. And uh, his birthday and my birthday is like three or four days apart. Yeah. So it was just like, right, this thing, there's so much things that's put to get together. And then the reason why I was saying that I brought him up is because actually he was going to me. Uh, I watched Top Boy. Is, is, is London like Top Boy? He's yeah. asking me. Is, is, I, said, I said, I come from the place where Top Boy is meant to come from. Because obviously yeah. Top Boy is yeah. meant to be right there. I said, that's where I actually come from. It's like, is it like the same? I'm like, mm, not, not as, as violent, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like the, the way that they talk and the things that they're going on, blah, 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 blah. So when we were talking about the fact that Top Boy is coming back, that reminded me of him. Yeah. Hopefully he's, he's going to get to see the, ne- the next season when it comes through. But he's like, I really like Top Boy. And he said, a lot of American people love Top Boy. Like they love it. Yeah, because it's relatable. Is it? Yeah. Because they didn't even know there was black people in England before. Yeah, but it's just relatable in the sense where it's black people in England, they're doing gangster shit and they used to see They used like, to gangster stuff, innit? Yeah. I, just, I just find it so hilarious that there's even English people as well. I see Kado and Asha D, I don't know that they was a part of 
a big massive uh, singing uh, music scene. He might know because that's another thing he was talking to me about uh, drill music in England. Because you lot kind of started the drill thing. I'm like, I don't know if it was England or Chicago, you know. Yeah, he goes, it was, it was, I think it was. Don't let me not talk. I, I don't know. I said I thought it was Chicago. He's like, nah. I think you guys refined it. Even if you might have started in Chicago, I still think you guys sort of refined it. And maybe it went to Chicago. So I was, we was talking about the d- different drills. Because he's like, I'm not really a big drill fan. I'm, I'm, I like hip hop, old school type stuff. And that's when he started talking about Cameron and this, that and the other. And talking about um, all the different artists that we like. and blah, blah. But it was nice that I actually met somebody on holiday. And I, I kind of, obviously, we don't know each other. We haven't swapped numbers or nothing. The, yeah. they, the lady swapped Instagram. But I enjoyed myself talking to a stranger. It was nice. Romantic. I still went and screw face everybody else when I came back to the hotel. Though, but it's interesting because adults, we talk about making making friends as adults. Mm. And you always mock me for meeting new people. Yeah, this was this was very new for me because even we could we could have ended the, the discussion just on the, the 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 dinner part, but then we was we hired a, a buggy and there was like what we there was like what are you gonna do? Because again, just like me, me and the, and the lady was like oh, we don't like the beach. She's like I hate the beach. I like I hate the beach as well. So, but we were gonna be on that that beach for a couple of hours. Mm. But so we hired out a buggy, and the buggy takes four people. Mm. And they said, "Have you hired out a buggy?" They said, "No, we didn't hire it because I don't think the people came to us at the time. And we didn't even think about it." Mm. So I was like, "Do you want to get in our buggy? We could go together." So then we drove together in the buggy. Oh yeah, I think I saw that through the different streets of whatever. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We we joined ourselves, got some jokes, took, took, jumped off, took some pictures. It was a really really nice to be. I was almost thinking, I wish these lot was in our hotel. See, what I'm saying that's so how we could have just chilled out for a little bit longer. But they they're in a you never done a cruise before, have you? Nah, never when you do the cruise, you get the same kind of same kind of energy. Because you, if you meet somebody that you, you're cool with, mm. then you have the same thing. And if, the best thing is if you're sitting on the t- because every night you sit at the same table and you eat with the same people. Bruv, so see, then you have so then it's like if you're cool with them, you're cool. You have this one, I know nice that, conversation. This one, I know you don't go to resort life because there we go, there we go. it's the same thing at resorts. Because yeah, you're in the same place, isn't it? You're yeah. all in the same place all the same time. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, same, resort is the same yeah, as a boat. I've been to resort, but I have no intention of staying in the same place that's all you. day. That's you, but, so it's not but about, most people are in it, so that's what they do. Like. When I when I was you sad, you sad people. When I was in Old Mexico, people. you see, you, you start seeing groups of people just forming, and they all become friends, and they all stay this together. This happens when I go on holiday with my daughter. Yeah, so they all they all form together. Not my, I'm not talking about with me. I'm talking about in general groups of friends form yeah, up, yeah, yeah. and then they they all eat together. They all go out together. They all drink together. Yeah. They all in a pool together. This one will start suddenly start um um saving ta- seats for somebody else with their towels and everything mm, when they come mm, so you just become you're just a family for a period of time until you will go well, leave. That's, that's your new but, life now but it doesn't work with me that doesn't happen with me in the it hotels. will happen with you no 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 it's happened now no no because was a, that was a cruise i mean i mean that was a, a yeah, one but trip if thing. they were in the same hotel if you, you met these people in the same hotel yeah, and yeah, they came yeah. back i'm supposed to stay in the same hotel yeah yeah, yeah. i wouldn't have been i wouldn't have a problem being cool like, with oh, but then having, but you still need we're having dinner tonight it's like we're doing, yeah but you would you mind if we no 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 i wouldn't do that because he, would, they, he, he wouldn't invite himself. If yeah. they said that, if they said the if same they thing. said they wanted to come or you, you want to eat dinner, I would do it. But I would try. I, even then, I was very um, cautious of not enforcing the boundaries. Something, you know? yeah. To, you you came to come and do something, care? Innit? I'm not gonna just you know spend all your time yeah, trying yeah, to talk yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah. So even at the end of the buggy thing, even though I was quite happy to chat with him again, I was like, "Are you not gonna go do your thing? We go do that." He was even saying to me, "I, like, I, I quite like talking to them, man, but you know, I don't want to push uh, make their trip this about." Chilling with us, didn't it? Mm. They came to do something themselves. Even when we got on the boat, they went on their side of the boat and we went on our side of the boat. With so could it be that you actually both wanted to spend time together but because of social etiquette, you did, then decided to uh, split? I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. You were happy to stay with, with I them? I was happy to and stay with And the man was, said he was happy to stay with you? No, I didn't say that. I, I said, I don't know. 
okay. Sorry, I but I didn't push. I didn't push it. When the end of the thing, I was just like, "We're gonna, we gonna go. You gotta go do. What are you doing, lot now? <laughs> you know when you say that? What are you doing, lot now? We're doing this. So okay, yeah, we're gonna probably go and do this type thing. So we just went our separate ways, or we could have just said, "Well, we could go for the follow you," and they probably wouldn't have minded. And the other way around, we probably wouldn't mind it. You and your friends. Me and my <laughs> friends. Yeah, but so it's one of those things. But yeah, man, I, I enjoyed the holiday. Good getaway. Uh, um, yeah, good getaway. Good. All right. I, I, my, everyone said I'll come back Oh, my, my, Tanned I don't think I have Your wife was tanned I saw her yesterday Yeah But I don't think I'm tanned I was driving past I just said Darkness <laughs> Darkness is <laughs> I don't think I'm tanned She's very tanned She looked she like was, Zorro at one point She, she was sunbathing <laughs> No Not really Is that Mexico sun hot I ain't been to Mexico before So I don't It was know. about 30 something degrees Alright so it's Brazilian weather Kind of thing Yeah it's, yeah. it's hot man but if you're just uh, if you're just sitting on the because we used, we tried to get the lounge chairs most of the time with the drapes on it yeah so we wasn't necessarily sitting in the heat direct to the sunlight yeah ah oh, there's so much you know what I, I want to talk about resort etiquette go on bring it let me tell you about resort etiquette I, we, and this was the things that was annoying me about certain things about Mexico yeah there were people and this is what I don't like usually anyone that stays in resorts so I know a lot of people that's listening have probably stayed in resorts before that's that shit and, I don't and, like <laughs> yeah maybe I don't know but. When it, when it comes to the pool and the pool chairs, there's always a problem because there's never enough chairs for mm-hmm. the amount of people that's there. Mm-hmm. And in this one, they had three different swimming pools. Two of them were uh, communal, or no, one of them's communal, two of them are only sectionized for certain people in mm-hmm. certain parts of the hotel. But they're still, regardless, not really that much chairs. And if the hotel, the hotel wasn't ram, mm-hmm. at one point it got packed because there was a wedding or whatever, a couple of weddings, but it was kind of at mid, it wasn't fully packed. Yeah. But um, people... They always say the Germans do it, but they weren't no Germans this time, so you can't even blame them. Usually, wake up early in the morning and go and put their towels on the chairs and say, save these chairs. I'm not a big fan of that, really, myself. Yeah. I do it, I'm not, but only because I know I wouldn't never get a chair if I don't do it. But I'm not a big fan of that. But I get it. I get If you don't put something down, some, you know, you might not get a chair. So, let me get this right. You, you get up, you leave your, um, wherever you are, go to the chair, put something down, and then go back to where to. to you go like breakfast and then come back. Or something like that, yeah? Wow. So when you time you get back, you've got a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they always say- I'm just interested that you did that. Oh, my, my wife wants a chair, so I'll get her a chair. Simple and plain. Because I, I said to her, I'm not, for me, it's not the biggest deal. I'll, I'll find somewhere to sit or I'll just put my towel anywhere. But she likes particular chairs, so I'll, I'll do one best to try and make sure that she gets a particular chair. Because if I don't, somebody else is going to do the same thing. But there were people- so Chivalry in that. In, my, in this particular hotel- they had the the bed lounges. So you know the ones that are like a, a bed and they've got like a, you know, like the Egyptian like figs with the, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's a bed lounge with the, but they've got the, the pings on the side where you can put the curtains and whatever. Do you know okay, what I'm yeah, the local yeah? harimi things. Yeah. Okay. Then you've got the normal chairs, deck chair ones, the uh-huh. lo- that you can also make into beds, but then it was outside on the on the sun. Uh-huh. And sun, sun lounges, sorry, I should call it. But the uh-huh. bed one you needed to pay for or something? No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. There's ones that you do, they had the champagne ones where you pay for those, but the normal ones, which is exactly the same as the normal ones, but they got champagne. But you don't have to pay for it. You just, you just you just have to make sure that you get it, mm-hmm. right? And then um, you got your normal deck chairs that's just there. Um, sorry, sun lounges that's just there in the sun for you to sunbathe. But they also had ones in the water. Okay, right. And there were people, and this is what I, I can't stand people that were taking because they wanted to have every everything basically. Will come. They'll take the chairs in the the, the sun lounges. They'll take the beds, and then they'll take one in the water. So they're just covering all bases. Every single one of them. And I'm like, how you just? How can you see that there's some people that have no chairs 
and you're fully sitting there with six different chairs. Six. Mm. That's not good result etiquette. That's what I'm concerned. I was fuming. At one point, I was, I was almost planning to snitch. But me, I was just paying the man anyway to make sure he was holding my stuff. So that was like, oh, you paid the man to hold yeah, the seat? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, how you have to yeah, do it, man. Yeah, yeah I paid the man. I said, chapel. I'll give, I say, I'm going to take the seat. Yeah, yeah, cool. No worries. Because you're meant to, if you, if you, what they say is, oh, if you don't come up with half an hour, you're yeah. going to remove your stuff. I just gave the man money. Yeah, no problem. No problem, papi. We keep this one for you. That's what I said. El Chapo, Ralph. That's what it is. Yes. But one, you have, there was one woman that was there on her foot. If she was complaining so much, trying to get, she tried about eight chairs. Only her and her mum was there. No one, this one, I, I felt sorry for the woman, but I wanted to cuss her as well because she looked like she was lonely out there. I don't know why she, she went out there for her 40th. It looked like it was just her and her mum. She went to, this is where sometimes I think you need to need to leave things alone. She had the bottle service, like the champagne. So the, on her actual birthday, she must have paid for the bottle thing. So when you have the bottle service, the people come round, they pop the bottle and they do like a little dance and that. That thing don't look the same when it's just you and your mum, bro. It's true. Mad. I was like, where's your crew? You ain't got no one there. No one's hyping you. You're on your phone, jumping up and down like this. Inside, and the rest of the pool is just watching you and your mum. I said, nah, it's not the one. But some man there must have come at some point. There was about 30 of them, young boys. Mm. Maybe in their early 20s. They must have obviously shaved the, shared the body between them and got those chairs. When they came into the bottle with them, it was a completely different experience. Yeah. Because all them like, yeah, everybody was, it just looked different. I was thinking, I don't know why anybody does this on their own. Like, why would you do it? But then I remember that people like content, innit? They like to film it. sure you're just not sexist and it's like when the boys did it, it was fine and when the woman does it, it's rubbish. No, because there was women involved with the boys. <laughs> I mean, you just said 30 boys. Yeah, but the women are still, they, they, it was their take things, but there was girls with them, innit? Yeah. That, after a while, they picked up, their, their man was just picking up girls left and right, innit? Because when a girl see a crew, they're, and they're having fun. People join the crew in it. Mm. So yeah, man. But um, yeah, man. I was I was not I was not impressed by that uh, result etiquette. I don't like that. I don't like people that try to hog things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Right, selfishness, me, isn't it? Let me ask you a question, right? Mm. With holidays, and also for you as well, Stavia. With holidays, there was there's always this kind of um, talk about who are the worst. Um, uh, what's it called? Holiday makers, yeah. Mm. As in people, people who are the worst people. What, from what country are the worst people? And apparently okay. Britain has uh, a very bad reputation internationally. Mm. But in your opinion, as international Nigerians, mm. who would you say as a, as a country or of a country of people has consistently, uh, you've consistently experienced them being um, below etiquette level and part? I don't know. I don't pay no mind to stuff. I think it's a cross between Russians and uh, British people. Is it? Mm. What's what's the Russian saga? I know what British people is. Russian it? people, they don't respect people. Oh, okay. okay. Or, or of certain hue anyway. Okay. And I usually go places where no one's white. So, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, they don't, they tend not to respect them so much when I've been there. They're very just dismissive of them. But that's their nature in general anyway. And what's the, what about the, um, the they Brits? They just drink too much, innit? Oh, okay. They just drink okay. too much and become too boisterous and just get too boisterous. Fair enough. Because but. because I don't sit in results. Uh, uh, results, results, yeah. results, sorry. I don't I'm not there like assessing these people from this people. So when you go to Sam, so when you go out, you don't see people from right, different when, nations. When you're on a cruise. When I'm, you were, I, I'm mixing with the locals, bruv, when I go on holiday. You know this. People try to stop. Yeah, but you go to parties, it. you don't see other people in, from different re- places in the parties. Well raves. Yeah, stuff like that. I don't rave too tough when I'm on holiday. Sorry, it's simple. Cruise, when you was on the cruise, you were stuck on the boat there, so you you'd get, you're gonna see people and Yeah, but it's all Americans, isn't it? Oh, okay. Mostly. Americans, they, the thing about Americans, what I find, because there's a lot of Americans on this trip, 
they tend to be quite friendly. Mm. Like they tend to want to chat a lot and yada yada yada. They themselves can be a bit rude and they can get boisterous as well. Yeah. They can also get boisterous. But I don't know, there's a difference between an American boisterous and a British boisterous, especially when Americans don't have their weapon of choice. Yeah. So so I, I don't know. But they 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 tend to just be a bit more I can't put it. When British people get boisterous, they drink like they drink too excessive. Yeah. And they become a bit loud. Yeah. American but loud, aggressive loud. Yeah. American people become loud. Just loud, loud. Yeah. But not necessarily aggressive with aggressive it. Aggressive with it. I think what well, that's what I've I've experienced. I've experienced yeah. anyway. Okay. So okay. The, the actual meaning of boisterous as opposed to aggressive. Now. Yeah, the type thing. But as I said, British people when they sober, they're quite fine, they're no problem at all. It's only when they start drinking excessively that mm. they can become a bit of a handful. Because then you have to look, you have to be looking after them. Mm. That makes sense. If, like, if you had said immigration now, I would I would then start telling you which one the worst one is for sure. What immigration? Yeah, which is the worst immigration? Americans, man. Is it? Oh man, they go on like, like, like. You ain't been to like Australia. Ev- like everybody, I have not been to Australia, no. Mm-hmm. But from from where I've been to, they're the worst, man. What and, do you mean? And, like the immigration services when you go there checking your passport. Oh, and, that's all long. But my my, uh, my one too bad though this time. Uh, they, I, I got through I, quickly. I, I like them, I'll tell you what I didn't like actually on holiday, which I, uh, and I for when I was in the hotels and um and when I went around, around I didn't really feel any problem being black oh okay that didn't really seem to be a big issue mm. t- well I didn't feel it um, my, wife, my wife might have saw a couple of things but I don't know if she was just because we were black or whatever but not really feel it but the minute we got into the airport that's when I felt it Boy. because they was following us everywhere so we was in duty free they following us around the duty free I go to look at sunglasses the man the security guy's coming right next to me standing next to me my wife's going to go look at bottles of tequila or whatever the woman's coming to try and, and help her and then keeps following her everywhere she's going to the point where we just didn't buy anything because we felt away. Like we uh, and we proper looked to see are they gonna, are they, they follow anyone else? They didn't follow anyone else. Just kept them following us all around the place. But they were asking for us, do you need assistance as mm-hmm. they were following? One time they asked, and then after that they just kept on following you. Mm. And then the security guard still was following me, and I said, you know what? I, I didn't want anything anyway, but my wife was looking at certain things. But then after a while, she's just like, I don't I don't feel I don't feel um comfortable. So she just we just left. Mm. Imagine that you made it to the airport. <laughs> and they're yeah. still and they're still following you around. on the way back I was just like but yeah it was alright I enjoyed myself nice two weeks off recommend it what uh, Mexico yeah yeah it's the second time I've been in it so Mexico's cool I don't know if I'd go back to this hotel again even though the hotel was good mm. I just think if I was going to go to another hotel I'll probably go to a hotel that is uh, easier to walk out and yeah and do things but um, this one's a bit uh, secluded yeah it's it's like a proper near the river type thing mm. So I'll be down by the river. Mm. Um, would you like to do an RIP for a couple of the men? Them, see, there's your the the, the Doctor Death. Doctor Death, oh, oh, Harry Belafonte. Yeah, that one was tough. Mm. Very very tough. That one didn't get as much uh, discussion as I thought it would. You know. Yeah, it's amongst who? In general, I just never really saw many people just to talk about it. I knew it happened before. Simple told me I knew it happened. But then I just never really saw any RIP. He's, he's, really. Not, he's not in the zeitgeist. So I'm sorry, he's not in the zeitgeist. It's because he's an activist as he's well. He's not. He's at what? He's not zeitgeist. in the zeitgeist. Who? Zeitgeist. He's what's not, he's what's not in, that? It's not in the. Um, You're talking to me like that's a normal word. What does that mean? What's this a normal word? Zeit. Not Zach. Zeit. Zeitgeist. What's that? Wow. Um, Mister Dictionary, would you like to to define it? <sighs> um, I'm gonna have to actually. Well, whilst he's there looking for the word in the dictionary, 
It, um, I'm saying he's, he's not in the mainstream. Yes. He's not. He's not in it on everyone's. I have never of heard of this word in it's my de- life. Defining the like um, the spirit or mood of a particular period of history as shown by ideas and beliefs of the time. Harry Belafonte is not that. Now I'm talking I was about, about to say he was thinking. Oh. Okay, I've, I've never heard that word before in my life. Yeah, you would have heard it before. Maybe just just went over you. But. Maybe or maybe I thought the person was mis mis misspoke. I don't know, but I've never. I don't remember ever hearing that word before. Let alone to address it. I was like, huh? what are you talking about? Well, yeah, he's 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 not of the now. He said that until when Jay Z said something about him and everyone was gunning Jay Z. Were um, what did he say about him again? Because he said something about Beyonce, and then Jay Z basically said something about the talk about my wife again, basically type thing. A bit, a, bit, a bit like a Will Smith type thing. I don't even remember this, man. You don't remember it? He said it in one of his songs. I think it was on four four four. No, but I'd back any man to say, don't talk about my wife. <laughs> Whenever someone say, don't talk about my wife. because obviously they're elder, they should show him respect why he was like. Yeah, well, actor, activist, um, black leader. He wants to be known more as a, as an activist than as an actor. That's what he said about himself at the time. So for for those of you who don't know Harry Bolivante, um, go check out documentaries about him. There's stuff about him there. But he was an important figure in black history, American history specifically. What did he say about the wife? I think he basically said that Beyonce doesn't do enough. Uh, Beyonce is one of them undercover people. And that's what Jay Z kind of said to him. Yeah. You don't know nothing. Almost just be quiet. That's the thing. Because if I was, if I had power and influence, I'd probably be along those lines as well. I doubt I'd be doing it in your face. But then sometimes you need. I always say you need different people to do things. You need the person that's shouting and arguing and you need the person that does it passively and you need the person that does it in your face and you need the person that does it behind the scenes you need all of those facets for things mm. to be successful and to move forward but sometimes people don't appreciate one or the other it's like this person that's loud and barking and making all the noise you don't appreciate that if they didn't make all that noise and were loud and barking and breaking things and doing things the person that was doing stuff behind the scenes would would never have got as far so sometimes why do you have to be so loud why, why, what about this person that we found out later on after they died that they did X, Y, Z they did a yeah. hundred things they, they look how successful they were it's like yeah they might have done all those things if the person wasn't there at the front, yeah, you, front sometimes you need a distraction innit? You, so. need, you need it all you need it all so when I sometimes when I'm looking at somebody I have to stop myself sometimes when I see they have a good intention and yeah. I see they're moving in the right direction and I, it's something I wouldn't do and I'd be like why did and then I, I, sometimes I try and stop myself and be like you wouldn't do it that way but it's necessary Mm. It's necessary for somebody to 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 break a break a, a window once in a while. So mm. you say, "Look what you did," because me sitting there in the back doing it my way wouldn't necessarily have got that 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 oomph. So, so what, this is quite interesting, actually. I'm surprised we didn't discuss it at the time. But what Jay Z said was that he was offended by um, um, first of all, and this is going to sound arrogant, but my presence is charity. Just who I am. I just I just like Obama is. Obama provides hope. Whether he does anything, the hope that he provides for a nation. Outside of America is enough. Just being who he is, he goes. You're the first black president. If he speaks on any issue or anything, he should be left alone. I felt like Belafonte just went about it wrong, like the way he did it in the media, and then he bigged up Bruce Springsteen or somebody. Um, and I was like, "Whoa! You just sent the wrong message all the way around." Bruce Springsteen is a great guy. You're a civil rights activist, and you just bigged up the white guy against me in the white media, <laughs> which is true. And I'm not saying that in a racial way. I'm just saying what it is what it is. The fact that of what it was of what it was. And that was just the wrong way to go about it. So that's why he was a bit offended because you you don't even know what I'm doing. You just decided to big up Bruce Springsteen. I did a white man. I can agree it. with the second two thirds of what you said. Gun me as a black man. But well, that first bit he was talking about me just being there or my presence is a charity or my presence. Just I understand saying that 
just having me as an icon or something to look up to mm. is something. But that is the, but once you're there, and then what? So that means you should that it, it disintegrates on itself. Because yes, it's true. It's true. But you can't just rest on that. If you don't want to do anything, that is also fine. But you can't say, oh, it's just because I'm here, I don't have to. No, no. You have to do this. You've got more... Um, about you that you can you can do more you have the power to, to, to make yeah uh, so make I, I would look at somebody I mean like so, so what if if Obama doesn't do anything else we should give him a thumbs up you've no. got all the power in the world so just because you're the first and yeah. then what I think he's just saying you, I think he just said no, I am an icon of hope which is what he should have said and, that's, a, and that is true I'm a beacon of hope that's it beacon of hope is better than icon, than icon of hope who else was there um, Dame Edna Died this same week as well, wasn't it? Dead Edna died a couple. No, it wasn't Dead Edna. No, Dead Edna died. Did he die? Yeah. And the other one as well, didn't he? Um, what's the one that the, the recently the oh man, the one that's quite funny, man. The, the and he was also used to dress up as a woman as well. I, know, I know what you mean, but I can't remember oh, man. either of their names. That's the Dane Edna one. Dane, no, Dane. no, no. He yeah. died, and somebody else died. The one that used to be Esau. The man was the bigger one. He was this the one, one is, was a thinner one. The one that lived, he had a Liverpool. Uh, he had a Liverpool accent. Oh, I forget his name, man. Hold on one second. I don't even remember. I don't think I heard this one. Well, it was Jerry Springer's the one that. Oh, Jerry Springer's the other big one. Yeah, sorry yeah, about that. Black black uh, media people seem to love love. Paul O'Grady, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wow. no, Paul O'Grady. And he was to be this Lily Savage. A... Yes, that's Lily it. Savage. Yeah, yeah. This week is mad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know when he died. The one you mentioned, was that this week? Who, Belafonte? No, the other one. It was a, who? Dame Edna. Yeah. Dame Edna died like about a week ago, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah. Do you, do you ever remember when he was on the... Cause he, was there, it any standards or something? One time he was on, um, I think it was this morning. Yeah. He was on this morning as him, as not Dame Edna, as, his, as himself. Paul, as Paul a, O'Grady? No, no, not Paul O'Grady. Dame, Dame Edna. But okay, he's not yeah, Dame yeah. Edna as the man himself. In fact, we should find his actual name. Robert something, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, he was talking to what's his Dame, Dame O'Leary. Oh, when he thought Dame O'Leary was gay or something, he didn't think he knows he's not gay. <laughs> That's what he knew he was not gay, and he was just making out like he was. He was basically saying, "You have been a, you know, I respect the what you did, doing you know, coming out." Because obviously, I think he was talking. He was pretending like he was uh, Philip Schofield, didn't he? Yeah. And he's like, you know, coming out to the world, blah, blah. and he knew it was not Philip. He knew it, and, and he was just the making- co-host was crying himself. So yeah, his name is uh, Barry Humphreys. Barry Humphreys. Oh. Very mm, happy. So, okay. so I said Robert back. is Barry. See, I didn't know that was the same person. Yeah. Dame uh, Edna, that was I only know as Dame Edna. I don't know as you. Paul O'Grady, I know from both uh, both uh, of your guises. But this Dame one. He's actually Australian, this guy. He's Barry Humphreys. But yeah, man, I did, I did not know. I did not know it was Dame Edna when he was a man. I just didn't, didn't see it when he was dressed as a man. Didn't mm. see it at all. But yeah, that's, that's, that's him. He didn't make that transition. I don't think he's. Boom, boom. I don't think he's actually. Uh, yeah, he's not actually thing, though. No, I mean, as in, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily. Is it Lily Savage? Lily Savage. Yeah, Lily Savage came onto the scene as Lily Savage, got big, and then made the the, the what did that? What's the word I use? That transition. Tra- the transition into being Paul O'Grady, then becoming on a on a on a. On a mm, are a you show. sure? Yes. Are you sure he was a Paul O'Grady and then came out as Lily Savage. You I'm not you know sure. Feature? But they be, they got big as Lily Savage. Then fine. He was big. He was bigger as Lily Savage than anything. He else, got yeah. big as Lily Savage and then became Paul O'Grady, the talk show host and the, the whatever and all that and that. He made the transition. Oh, so he died. Okay. Yeah, he died. He died not long ago as well. Yeah. And uh, Jerry he died in. Uh, when did he die? 28th <laughs> of March. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was the last month still. But yeah. All right. And uh, uh, yeah, Jerry Springer. Just because, do you think because people are saying you, 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 because a lot of black people were talking about Jerry Springer died, and I was being shrugging my shoulders each time. Uh, because I don't, I know he was 
something that I used to watch a lot of. I watch Jerry Springer maybe every day, man. That, them Jerry Springer come on every day, innit? It was Monday to Friday. Yeah. That was um, pilgrim, pil, pillaging. Someone said the word. I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're trying to say. Putting down blacks and poor whites <laughs> was Jerry Springer's game. Mm. He took poor white trash and 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 uh, Nick Dogs and put them in, dumped them on Nick stage Nox. and said, "Embarrass yourself, maybe some money, shake names, names." Mm. Yes, he doesn't just do that though. What else? What, what what else did he not do? He got a bit serious later on down the line, but in fact, he started off, yeah, I think, semi serious, and then once he saw that the the the, the grief. Well, the I'm, fire was the one that was getting the thingy. The smoke turned, took I, over. I remember you used to have the Too Hot for TV versions where they, where they have all the strippers and all this madness on there as well. well I don't know. He, he did a, he did, um, he did a bit. He did a lot of <laughs> He's Obviously, he got him. He had people like Sally, Sally Jeffrey Raphael. Uh, what's that one's name? <sighs> Romero. Steve. Is, no, is it Rob, Steve? Romero, Steve. The one that's Steve. like between the Fox News and something now. Mexican guy. I forget his name. Oh, um, Harado. Yeah, Harado. You had him. He had a couple of others. But yeah, Steve had his own show as well after. Steve had to wait to go to Steve, so I'm gonna get this money. I'm gonna get this money. I'm, I'm gonna leave him something. I'm gonna leave him something. And he did exactly the same thing as Jerry Springer. But um oh, Did you see that meme? So I guess we're gonna have to talk about it. So rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Wow. <laughs> I rest in peace all the rest of the, the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um all right, cool. That I'm gonna leave here with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spoiler alert. For What's the program we just talking about? Snowfall. Snowfall. Mm. Somebody, so if you don't want to do snowfall, we have to keep it to short. We've got lots of topics. 10 minutes or so. Skip forward. Make it quick. Mm. I ain't got too much to say about it. It's just, it's the first time I can actually join in in a snowfall conversation. Yeah, all, yeah. All the, for the years that you might have been talking about snowfall, I've had to keep my mouth shut because I didn't watch it. Now I can actually join in. So it, even I don't care about it that much. I don't, I don't think it's the biggest thing in the world at all. But I can join in. So I want to join in. But that meme, I'm leaving here with something. Somebody said that's what um, the my my guy's missus did when he put his hand on her neck and she's leaving. She's like, I'm from around the way. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving with something. She emptied out the bank account and was gone. And I was like, that was a bit of a quick thing, boy. Yeah, nah, it put, was a bit quick. He put her, he put his hands on her, man, and for her for her. The, the last she, season seemed rushed, man. She listened to him. What? The last few episodes seemed rushed. Yeah. Yeah, shout out, Uncle. <laughs> <laughs> now, the, I feel like the last, the last episode was definitely rushed, and you're right. There was a and a quickening of pace, but the quickening of pace wasn't to me. It didn't feel like it was unnatural. It, it felt unnatural. The quickening of pace was unnatural. It wasn't because they were trying to make the pace quicker. It was because they were just. It felt natural. You mean? No, that? it felt like they were just rushing it. It felt That's like they were rushing. You got, you got yeah. ten episodes, didn't you? You got to put everything in the ten episodes. I. Think that the ending was fantastic, the, as in the right, the right end, 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 end. The ending itself was fantastic, amazing ending. All right, I love the way that they put the little boys in the hood thing in there for John Tickleton. I was explaining that to my missus who doesn't watch Snowfall, and okay. I said I'm going to spoil a bit about Snowfall, and she's like, "Why are you spoiling it? You know, I'm going to watch it at some point." I said, "Yes, but you won't understand what this is going to be anyways when you watch it." And she was getting vexed and indignant. I'm like, "Listen." Because she always told his wife is indignant. She thinks I'm talking down to her a lot, a lot of the time. I'm like, I'm not. Talk- when it comes to art and films and TV, she was like, hey, What are you talking about? I'm like, You're just not going to know what it is, anyways. I can tell you now. And when you watch it, it's not going to mean anything to you. So let me tell you because I want to talk to somebody about it. So I told her about it. Okay. Sorry. No, <laughs> but I love my wife. But yeah, yeah. So the, I like that little John Singleton bit. I love yeah. the way that they, they kind of made it uh, full circle with him and his dad. 
Yeah. That's very, very good. And obviously the place, I don't know if you, have you been reading a little bit some bobs and find out what the things, because obviously the place that he went to go and get the liquor from was the first shop that he actually worked in. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I loved all of it. I love the fact that um, they didn't make him a drug addict. Yeah. I like the fact they made him an alcoholic and not a drug addict. Interesting. Because he, even even with all of this stuff, he said, I ain't taking those drugs. Yeah. I'm a drink. <laughs> yeah. But I ain't taking that crack. But um, I think if he had got away with all the money, like there was, apparently there was discussions about him having all the money and losing all, all the friends. Yeah. That could have, would have been okay as well. Hey, you but, can see the bit where he turned into an alcoholic as well. Where the man offered him that drink. Which one? The bar, the bartender. Yeah, and then you could see. Yeah, and he lost see. all the money. It's like yeah. it's like there was a snap there that yeah. happened yeah. for him yeah. to pick because he wasn't he didn't touch it. He wasn't interested in that drink. Yeah, and then there was a snap. I think you can even like even there was a sound effect that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saw it. There's a snap there. So he saw him drink the, the, yeah. the tequila, and then, and then that was it. The shot. Like, he took the shot, and suddenly that was it. But um, I find it quite interesting that in two different programs that's predominantly black led, the two the the, the two uh. People of protagonists. Of, no, the two Lat- people of Latin origin are okay. the ones that are the real OGs in both of them. So power. Well, yeah. I don't know about power. Shout out my boy Julio that they killed at some point. Thanks for spoiling. I don't, I, if you have not watched Power now, I have not. I have not watched Power. Well, that's your business. This is now eight or ten years past. Julio was that G, and then Snowfall also was that guy. I think also is going to have his own spinoff. It should do. Yeah, and you know also at the, at the end also when she got that call. Some people are like, oh, he's going back to his family. I said, are you mad? That's the FBI telling her to tell him to come back. Because even when he was looking at the phone, he was like, hmm, this don't sound right. Why is she telling me to come back? Is it? Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't take it. Like nah, that, so. nah. I think she, because what, you think they're not going to look for him? You think they can't find her? They found her. She didn't even leave the country. They found her and they're telling her also to come back. Look how they were chasing the old girl. You think they're going to be chasing her and not chase also? After also basically broke out of their, their, their car. And, and, and was uh, uh, evacuated and killed killed better as far as they're concerned yeah because he might have killed the FBI agent well he didn't kill the FBI agent they, they know he wasn't him but what um, the KGB guy oh, the KG- oh, oh sorry all these three uh, agencies they all because he was the one that was me. dealing with the KGB wasn't he yeah, yeah he true KGB. he was dealing with everyone with the FBI. so you think that he was dealing with the DEA he was dealing K- with all of them and you think that they're just going to let him go uh, hell no that was so when he was like oh we want you to come back the way he was looking at the phone oh I, that's, I a, that's I a minute think that's, that's a minute how I picked it up I was like Yo, 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 he knows Teddy. He's been he's been rolling with all these men for dead. years. Exactly, but he's been rolling with all these men for years. Yeah, right. Does he know Teddy's dead? He got no Teddy's dead because he had gone before Teddy had died. He just has he just got the hope that Teddy's dead. Or he might have heard on the news that Teddy's dead. But no, he 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 would trust uh, Saint was going to do it because Saint said he was going to do it. Yeah, but so yeah. he he's Teddy. Teddy survived everything. True, but but um, and Saint was gonna fall back on that promise yeah, as well. Yeah, gonna fall back I, I, on the promise. I, I forgot, man. Saint was like, F, yeah. F that promise I made to you, bro. Seventy-three million or thirty-seven million, which we would have got. This is how deep it is. But I was pouring hot oil on your chest. Are you yep. upset with the mum? Yes. Simple. Ooh. I think because the people have some people have different takes. I don't get the take myself. That some people are not upset with her. They feel she did the right thing on behalf of her son. Well, did, did it work? Did it? Some people say she might think I prefer you're drunk than you're in jail. Or in, he would have been dead. He would have been dead. So she might. What would you prefer? Your child is a drunkard or dead? I think the situation with that whole thing is sorry. Simple has so, yeah. yeah, um, that was a tough one because I had to sit there and think about it. Like, what? Initially, I was like, "What's wrong with you?" Then I thought, you know what? It ain't tough. Man. I can see. I can see what she's doing. Um, she did what I did to my band there. I, I, I acted on pure emotion. Do you think she acted on pure emotion? I don't know, man. I think she, she was pending. She was pending that for a long time. No, she the, 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 there was two emotions that she reacted to. 
One, obviously, the fact that he she, he was very disrespectful in how he told her that he killed her husband. Yeah. And two, the way that um, Franklin was so happy to tell you, I don't, want, I don't need to see you again because of the money. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like you, if you take this money, then you won't see me. He goes, "Well, then, Mama, I don't see you anymore." And he was so flippant about it. Yeah, but that's that's where I that's why those are redeeming factors to me. So to me, she's basically said there that you've lost your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore, if you've lost your soul, she loves him as a mother, and the only way for him to uh, be able to regain his soul is if he doesn't get that money. That's what she thought. That's she, what she thought. She yeah, thought, she thought the money. The money was is worse than is the devil. Yeah, he and you so and you are becoming the devil. The yeah, but the she devil. thought she thought that he could have um, redeemed himself. No, the money is the devil because he won't he won't care about the drugs if the money wasn't there. The drugs are the devil. The money is the devil. That's a good question. Because yeah. without the money, you care about the drugs. Yeah, and he's hunger for that money. It got increasingly more and more thing. That's that's why the wife dipped the way she dipped as well because it was like, yeah, this is gone. It's gone too far now. Like she understood when he killed the other, maybe because because the mom at first was like, "This boy has killed this man, this man right in front of us," and walked out like it was nothing. He when he was aggressive towards her. Not a wife, man. But I'm not. I'm not concerned. But that. what you choked me out? My pregnancy. I'm pregnant. And you're choking me out. He didn't choke. He just put his arm. Well, am I wrong? Did he? Did he, didn't actually he put choked her? Out, he choked her. Did she, he did the Thanos. Yeah, yes. she, she thought it was time. Is it? Yeah. A pregnant wife. You're putting your arms around her neck and choking her out. After you, what, what was after, she doing at the time again? Because she, because she did the right thing. Basically, she she went around his back and she um organized. Oh, she took all the money at the bank. No, what she did is that she got somebody to buy, or, or she found a buyer for the properties. Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, maybe because I understood why he did it. Maybe that's why I'm, I didn't think it was that bad. You so, see, yeah, that's so. not a right thing to be saying. But that you feel that there's nothing wrong with what she she did. She did the right thing. Even I don't, I don't, I'm not one of these. I think that in their relationship, it seemed. That, okay, you know what? Because if, when it comes to the business, she was she was if not um, running things at least fifty fifty. But it seemed like she was even more in control than he was. So in, maybe, in, in because the, she had maybe, a, she had a better understanding of the, the infrastructure oh, yeah, and the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very smart, but she knew what she was doing. Didn't yeah, he? him and the mum because mm. the mum was used to work in the buildings as well. Yeah, yeah. But she got somebody to buy it. She had everything right, right sorted set up. Yeah, because she's like, we, we haven't got this money. The person's shot. We can't get the money out of the bank. Contingency. That money is gone. She went to so contingency. We need, we need to make sure we're not bankrupt. And she she arranged that to not then be bankrupt, and he fl- he flopped the whole show. Oh yeah, oh the man that wanted to buy the thing again. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they would have had millions at least to go into sunset with millions. I, but the thing that gave me the most joke is that okay, the thing that again I don't know if you read things like picking up things. You know that he obviously went to the safe and found twelve thousand. Yeah. That was the first. The everyone saying um. That the first brick he bought was twelve thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's left with the same amount that he was scrapping to save the money for. Yeah, is, what, is the money that was left there. That's why when he said twelve thousand, he just started laughing. But it's like the same, the first money I ever used for a brick. But um, yeah, what I found so funny is that how did that man manage to smoke five million worth of crack in the in the space of a couple of months? That's what crack is. Five million. That's what crack is. Was it five million he stole? Yeah, Peter that... stole five million and went across the road. That, but that's that's what crack is. <laughs> Just went across the road, you know. Like you were like twenty five miles away from the yard. I feel sorry for the the locksmith, man. The locksmith. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, but he had to die. <laughs> <laughs> At this one can't. This one can't understand somebody putting their hand around somebody's neck. But but no, I should, there, there was no oh, yeah, reason to kill him. To, to die, but um, die. obviously he's one of the people that could actually get out of everything that he's done. He could link it to the CIA or that was just random. I just killed him. I mean, I just went in this place and shot these people dead. Yeah. 
I ain't gonna tell somebody. I promise. I thought he was at such a low point. He'd be like, you know, mm, just go. No, no, Frank Clooney don't let, don't like, don't uh, no no like loose ends, man. He man Bumpy Johnson. You don't like loose ends. So man. I haven't watched that one yet. So, <sighs> but I'll, I'll, I'll come to that. But um, um, yeah, I, I think that. So you think it's a good final season, and you particularly like the last uh, episode or the last or how his ending? I liked his ending. The only thing that I re- there's so much stuff I want to talk about now because we can finally talk about it. I, I'm. Deeply annoyed by Louis. That's the person that annoys me the most. That's the woman. That yeah. is the woman. That is Unk's Unk's wife. Wife. Yeah. She messed it up. Up in it by going behind his back to go to. She Teddy. caused all of the problems that ha- every problem that happened came from her. Her and Teddy. Teddy is another bitch ass because Teddy got emotional. That's why all of this happened as well. Taking the money because I didn't want you to have the money. He t- he took the money because he because Franklin basically wasn't his friend. That's why. He thought Franklin was a friend, and he, and when he found out that he's not really his friend, he's a business partner. Because I forgot what happened. That's why he was he was coming off at one point. They thought that he was dead, didn't he? And they was just carrying on as normal. Mm-hmm. Maybe they thought Teddy was dead at some point. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, they, but they was carrying on as normal or something. Something happened where he, when Teddy um, after the burning, and Teddy explained why he did it. Like when he actually like sometimes with these these torture scenes, I'm always wondering. So is this? It's like in um that one uh, where they make that man's eye pop out, mm. and it's like Johnny. Johnny Fringy, is that what you know? Is this, yes, what, is this what you made me do for for this stupid name? Yeah. Like all this torture for that? It's the same thing with this thing. When the man actually said, you know, blah 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 blah, I was thinking, this yeah, you let someone get tortured, and this 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 is your yeah, but he's for, mad. For, for but what also, it made me wonder whether or not he was actually telling the truth, because that was the same time when he was saying about about the dad, the dad still being alive, mm. and he was still getting tortured then. So he, he's just a snake, though, isn't he? That's CIA what I'm saying. Agent. That's what I'm saying. So. To me, all of the stuff that he was saying while he was getting burnt, I didn't. No, he's a it. he is a patriot. He's one of those patriots. But I believe the reason why he did Franklin. I'm talking about yeah, Franklin, why he took the money. He wanted to show Franklin that he had the power. Yeah, that's he, what that's he, he was. Him. He was annoyed. Now he said that he did it because it's my money. It's not your money. It's mine. No, but after he got um, the burn, because he's saying that whatever, and then there was a bit where like after the torture where he broke and he said I did it because of and I believed him then, and that's when the thing he said. He even turned around and like what like really. Mm, exactly. what, what was it? I can't remember. He, he what it was, was like saying that it was my money. It's like it's my money. It's not it's your like, money. He said that to him. I think I remember. Okay. I need to think a bit more. But I know that definitely he he didn't like the fact that you know he wanted to control Franklin and he couldn't at one point. Now Franklin didn't need him anymore and he needed to find a way of Franklin needing him. So that's why he did that thing. But Louis messed it all up as far as I'm concerned by going behind his back. Simple. Are you happy with the last season in particular? The last episode. The last episode. I felt like it was really rushed to me. It did feel like it was really rushed. And I'm I'm happy with the whole thing overall. For me, favorite characters, yes, Onk was one of my favorites. But the one that I think comes out heads and shoulders above everybody else, or at least I like them the most, is Scully. Scully is a madman that turned into a saint. Yes, <laughs> Scully is the one. Why? Because but basically what Wahala just said, he for me encapsulated both sides of. Like he's the perfect contradiction. No, Leon's the perfect contradiction. No, Leon is a contradiction, but I think Scully, uh, the reason why I'm calling Scully the perfect contradiction is because Scully was one end of the extreme and then he's gone to the other end of the extreme. Whereas Leon was, I wouldn't say he was all the way into the other end and all the way to, like... Uh, there was, I think you forget Leon at the beginning, bruv. Yeah, but at the... Bi- f- when Leon in, in Leon the beginning... Leon was the enforcer at the beginning, Leon was the one that was just killing people left, right and centre. 
Mm, I don't know, man. I, I don't think he was as, as far gone as Scully was. Scully, Scully was, was a drug addict, didn't it? Scully was a drug addict. He was a murderer. He was killing people. But obviously, when he lost his daughter and his missus, because yeah. what happened? They killed they killed somebody. I forgot what it was first. And then the, the wife and the kids was trying to get him back, wasn't they went, it? They went to war and then they got his... his wife his, and missus on accident. That yeah. happened actually and on then, accident. Yeah, he changed from then. No, so they killed the daughter first. One of the daughters got killed. Oh, and, then the, and then the wife was, was trying oh, to... Oh, yeah. And then he... By that point, actually, he calmed down. Yeah, he turned to God down. or whatever. Or, yeah. to, or to whatever, some spirits. And then the wife went crud. Yeah, and she started to try and get killed. And then they killed the wife eventually. And he's just... Oh, he's did man boy kill the wife? Or did... Was I'm that man boy's sister or brother? I can't remember who it was. Either but way, they were in the car. The bullets came true. And it, was, it wasn't intentional. No, they intentionally killed... Didn't kill the daughter. But I think they intentionally killed the wife. Right. Because okay. she was trying to kill them. She was like hiring Oh, yeah. She went them. hiding people to kill them. Yeah. And all that type of, It might have been the two girls that hiding there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, um, so for me, Scully's yeah, Scully, my Scully, Scully, when he when he got them all lean off in the figures, that well. was funny. But um, yeah, he, I think Scully that season obviously bodies. But yeah, that season wasn't the best season. But um, it yeah, Scully, good. I do like Scully. It will blend into me uh, for those who don't know. I, I don't watch. Uh, I didn't watch it until it, it, until very recently. Everybody said that season was a bit mad. Like they had a lion in the middle or tiger in the middle of LA just running the streets. <laughs> like it didn't make any sense. I think it? that was true though. I think there was something like that where there was a wild cat going. Maybe, in, but it, just, in, it, 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 it didn't make sense to the story. If that made sense. I so I don't know. Mm. Well, that's when him and also obviously made also made friendships mm. together. So and they needed a way of bonding them, and I suppose that mm. was a way to bond them. Also, as far as I was concerned, was the, the as is Leon is the was I'm talking about was the enforcer. Leon's the one with the and they went to Ghana. Yeah. Them two, I guess, were the most honourable mm. of the of the of the show. I, I like think. that repatriation, and I like the fact that she went back again afterwards. I mm. think that's even fantastic. When I was hold it, didn't Ghana? Yeah, and they were actually there as well. That's what smashed yeah, they it. Went to Ghana. Yeah, they said that there might be yeah, a spinoff um, for her. So there should might, be. She's got a spinoff. Yeah. What in Ghana? Mm. In Ghana? I don't know about in Ghana. Sorry, they said that I don't know what the spinoff's going to be, but she's she's going to have a spinoff. It's mad, yeah, because when they were at the, uh, the the final passage part, I was like that's that's I've been there. It's mad because mm. every time I see these people, because I don't know how many castles there are, but maybe that's the, the most popular one because that's that is, they always go to that one, mm. and I've I've been there, so watching them go through it, and it's always like it's it's, it's interesting because you see the celebrities all going there crying, and um yeah I, I didn't feel what everyone else or what so many so many people have felt when they've when they've gone there. It, some people seem to feel some massive resonance, and it's like they felt super super emotional, and I didn't. Are they? Are they? Um... What are they? When you say these people are everyone, are the people from actually from Ghana or from America, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's usually right. Americans because they got a different. This is what they tried to tell you. They've got a different link to this situation than people like us. Oh, for those who don't know, who haven't watched the program, don't care, but don't know what I'm talking about. This is um, the the castles in Ghana that they kept the slaves before they sent them right out the the, the gate into the beach onto the boats that took them to. Uh, over the middle passage and took them to wherever they were taking them mm. with the Carib- Caribbean and Americans. Whereas maybe Africans might not feel the same way. And um, yeah, there are a few of these castles dotted around the uh, west coast of Africa. Uh, a, a, a few of them in, in Ghana. And uh, so this one, a lot, of, and there's a tour guide thing now. You go to Ghana, you go there and they give you the guide and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm wondering if I'd go there if I went to, to Ghana. Maybe I would, I don't know. I was just taken. <laughs> you will go and see the slaves. Yeah, no, I mean, because uh, we went, there was a bunch of us. I went the, the second time I went, or when, whenever I went, it was for wedding. Have you been to Ghana twice? I've been there twice, yeah. Oh, oh. I, I don't know if, yeah, t- only oh. twice. It feels like to? three times, but it's How many times have you been to Nigeria? Three times. Three times. Twice as that, though. 
No, four times I've been to Nigeria. Okay, you went to Ghana. You went to, you I've been, been three times as an adult okay, to Nigeria. Yeah. Ah, okay, no worries. Yes. Yeah, so, so, I'm just asking. <laughs> no, 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 don't I'm, tell I'm, me. Don't I'm tell just asking. Me. I'm just asking. I have not been to. Charlie. I have not been to Ghana more times than I've been to Nigeria. Are they going to have a Louis spin-off? I don't think so, because her thing was interesting. Even the little thing with her sister or whatever it was, or her friend or whatever, when I mean, she went to go and stay with them. Yeah, and and I think that, I was an ex-pimp that, maybe that conversation they were having, and no, it's, she's like, oh, it's really bad. What was it worse than when Uncle Fingerworm and his friends, whatever, whatever? So there was yeah, a, I think she used to be like a. a, 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 a I think she got pimped out. Or something. She was a, she was a person. Remember, remember, yeah. remember, she had a pimp, didn't she? And then she she became the pimp. Yeah, that's why when the pimp at the end was say what he was saying, yeah. it's like I know, like I basically I, I grew up, I've known, I know people like you. Yeah. And that's, that's what she was saying, what she was saying. I thought the, the funniest thing was when she said all that stuff, I bet you were pimped out. You probably were only such and such years. You know you know what it feels like, blah, blah, blah. That's why he became a pimp. Thinking it was all good. And then the man was like, basically, yeah, whatever, whatever. And just carried on. I was like, you know what? That's my, that man's gangster. That man's oh, it was, oh, oh that so you said loquacious hell. That man is very crazy. But, um, yeah, man. I didn't like the way um, my man died. Who? Uh, what his name is? Uncle. I don't remember everybody's name, by the way. Uncle Jerome, bro. Uncle I, Jerome. I didn't like how he died. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like all that shooting. Teach you your just, out to squabble. You're just going to stand in front of somebody and just... just... But he had, just got, he had got to the end of his tether. But the thing about with him... He was trying to get out. He was trying to get... And this woman... Just held him in. And this is the problem. This whole situation happened. And when you hear her, she had that discussion with him. He's basically... What was wrong? Oh, I just, I just wanted to be the boss. Yeah, Franklin, Franklin wanted to get out. And she pulled him back in, innit? Yeah. Basically. Louis pulled him back in because she took all the money or whatever. Mm. And then it was just a matter of, well, she, the money got stolen. So that had to bring him back in again. But then he, if they had just listened to Franklin, if everybody just listened to Franklin, everyone would have been okay. Yeah. So then this is, that's why you can turn man at the end. Because even with all the thievery, the madness, the murder, the drug dealing, all the badness in the world, it gets to the point where it's- Your own family you, and friends. It's not even that. It's like at the end, you realize in your heart, if you just listen to me, it's worse if because if you if you did the wrong thing and you can, I'll, I'll t- I'm telling uh, my wife this the other day. If you make a mistake, and this is in regards to, to to my daughter, if you make a mistake, you can learn. You can say I learned from that mistake. I'm not one of these big people that it's not a mistake. It's a it's a lesson. But okay. in my heart of heart, I know it's 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 it's, it's the truth. You can go down the road, make a wrong turn, and trip over, and like, all right, I know not to do that again. That is the lesson. But when you know that that thing was there in the first place and you did it anyways. That's what hurts you even more. It's like, I knew what was coming. So with him, it's like, if you just did what I said, we'd all be doing well right now. But you didn't. I killed John Carter because he made a mistake. For me, now it's time to a reason. You said it wasn't that, that great. I think that that was a wicked. Maybe because you watched it like once. I maybe think, I think I think that show was wicked. Maybe I, th- I, I think, think it, one season was wasn't the best, but Snowfall was wicked, and um, Damson Idris was wicked. Oh yeah, Damson Idris was wicked, man. Yeah. Even at the end when he was playing the crackhead or the drug, it's very good, very good. I even this when very you, good. This is when you know that there's a hierarchy in in this behavior. Him that has got rotten teeth yeah, wearing yeah. nothing, he's still calling somebody else a crackhead. <laughs> Mocking the cracking. I'm like, how can you be mocking somebody with you that can't even pay your own bills? You can mock it. You can mock it. Nah, they, they block still. They, there's a hierarchy of the of the homelessness. So what did Leon stop then? Did he stop? Did he stop the whole thing? Or was no, he... he was going back and forth, wasn't it? Because they was asking him how to think going with her, and he's like, it's hard. 
because obviously he goes back and forth. So I'm assuming he was still selling that. Yeah, still slanging that yayo. Yeah, and he was still making the money that way. But um, but I, yeah, I, like, I like the fact they didn't stamp down what he was doing. doing. Okay, the question that I, some people were asking, and I'll, I'll ask you a lot. If you know Franklin, you okay, me and Simple, we know each other as long as Franklin and them man loves each other, yeah? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you be a brother. If I came to you and you know I've been making all this money, I've done it, you see me do it, you see me flip it. money, man. Right? And I said to you, I need another 500,000. No, I got that. How much money you got? Oh, I got 3 million. Bet, give me that 3 million, I'll flip it again. Are you giving me that money or are you letting me ride like like uh, Leon did to Franklin and said, nah, I ain't giving you no more, bro. Because your mum should have said that. Said, your mum went to prison for you not to have that money. So I'm not going to give you the money. No, you see, here's the thing. Because you've made that sound very, very simple. You also have to take into account, I've seen that you've changed in such a way where even I'm concerned. Mm. Yeah. So Okay, so in that particular let's not even use, us, use the situation. So in that particular so situation, Franklin, I, I understand entirely why he said no. But would you have said no? I have your best intentions at heart, so maybe I would have. I might not have given you the full three million. Yeah, I might have gave you 1.5. No? Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> have given you the full three million. I wouldn't give the money. You wouldn't? No. God damn. Man made you lot millions. No, yeah, because he, you lost it for a reason though. It's yeah. like, there's, there's, if, if I fall, I lost it because of Louis. <laughs> it's, it's like, and where you, but where you are now, you're not, you I don't believe constructively that you're going to make that money back now. You're, you're too, he was acting crack, crackheadish yeah. before he was a crackhead. Yeah. It's like, I lost the money because of Louis. I lost my five million because of Unk's friend. I lost all this money because all you people around me. And then now I'm going to go and give you another three million. Come on. Yeah. I think um, I, made, I made you that three million. He was actually, yeah, but every time he made moves before, he, he, he's the definition of a methodical thinker, like in terms of a criminal mm. in, in these programs. There you have the different, you have the Scarface who was emotional. You have the, you know, the, the different types of, of criminal masterminds. Mm, 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 and mm, you have the methodical, methodical ones. You have the, the what's, what's the, what's Spider-Man's one? The, 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 the kingpins. You have the kingpins. Think, think everything through. And he thought things through. He didn't make decisions based on a, on, a, on a whim. But you could see there, this man is getting emotional. He's on his face. He, he, if, if things were all on top, he wasn't thinking straight. He was, everything has to happen now. He's like, mm, you know what? If I give you this three billion, which is now I've, I've got a wife. Yeah. You know, I've got a life that I have to, that I've got people, because as far as he was concerned, he was big on looking after the community. And I I don't know how Papa Drugs is looking after the community, but... He needed that money to, to yeah, fund looking after the community the and, and his and his his wife. It's like he had something to lose. Then in the beginning, these people had they had nothing to lose. I think with him, he was like, if I don't do this, it's just going to get way out of hand. Because obviously, when he left, it was going crazy, wasn't he? Yeah. So he was like, I need to bring everyone back into. We're just selling drugs. We're not just there doing any madness, giving drugs to, to pregnant women and <laughs> that stuff. I think he was trying to like not letting kids even play in the playground. Yeah, I just think there was he just made it to a point where let me just try and control the area. So that's why he thought he was helping the community, and obviously he was trying to fund. The, the center. Uh, another question, quickly. Yeah, mm. if you was Franklin and you saw Louis in that be- that chair in that in that warehouse, uh, okay, yeah, would you have gone back? I ent- I understand entirely why you went back. Well, but would you have done it? Yeah, I would have had to because of my uncle. Your uncle has been trying to kill you as well. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah yeah. I could it, pro- yes. I'm trying to put myself in in his shoes. Because I can only look at it from me. For me, it's an mm. easy yes. But I'm trying to put myself in, in, in that shoes. He, he For him, Louis, is, uh, regardless of whether or not he's, you know, she's been known him from when he was a child. She's the one that gave him the gun in the first place. Yeah. 
She's the one that she, she said Emma on his path. She Remember, because Uncle, Uncle said, I'm "No, not giving, I'm not. I'm not helping you." And she gave. And she's the one that helped, that assisted him in the beginning. So, so, so she's the problem. <laughs> I'm telling you, if it wasn't for her, he wouldn't have made all that money in the first place. Delhi, she, she, she. The catalyst. Every, and not everyone has to be the captain. Sometimes you just take the money and be happy with the money. There was millions up. Yeah. Then you want to go and put your life in the hands of a crackhead uh, police officer. It's the pride before the fall, isn't it? Yeah, he lived as well, man. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know what happened to Cracky. Um, Old Cracky. So, yeah, all right. So, good good program. I think it was fantastic. Good five seasons, was it? Yeah. I, I, I shout just, out to them, man. Yeah, for real. They've done a good job. I just started watching Swarm. Oh, fuck, man. I've seen Swarm. I've just gotten to episode three. This thing is mad. Yeah. And, but, again, Damson addresses in this. As well, oh, uh, only for one episode. But okay, 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 okay. Have you seen it? Yet? No, hmm. no, none of it. I think but so I watch it because of my boy. My yeah, boy. Did he write it or direct it or just he or did write, it? He, I think he did all of that. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote it as well. Yeah, so. him and his brother. But um, again, he's getting flack again for that because you know that everyone thinks they hate black women, innit? Yeah. Okay. So he must have um, described the woman as he wanted the woman to be like an animal. And blah blah blah, and he was just like, he, he doesn't know how to help himself with this with this stereotype. He might, he might just not care. He might not care. He might just not care. He might not care. But I'll, 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 that's what he, I've never. I didn't know about that. But if that's what he wanted, he did a good job. Yeah, that's what I say. But and she, think, she's fantastic. Oh, she's fantastic. But I'm saying also, this was a real story. It's real life. Things. No, it's not. There's bits in the story that are. There's things. I guess it's a, very much like Atlanta. So there's bits in the story that are real life. Right. But. The character herself is not a real character, I don't believe. Right, not a real person. No, but yeah. the things that the things that go on around her are based on certain things that's happening in real life. Right, okay, 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 okay. Yeah? Because um, the, the declaration on each episode is yeah. that, yeah, that this is... It is very much like the Atlanta seasons where there's... there's, there's Boats. The, huh? Boats. Boats? Based on a true story. Yeah. No, okay. it doesn't say based on a true story. He what, says... It's, it's Easter eggs or whatever they call it. He it? says on the, in the, on the finger, it said the events that happen in here are true events and... If there are any characters that seem like the real people, it's intentional. Something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> so the declaration oh, so is the opposite of what Mo said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, usually it's like, oh, any any um, similarities to anyone did or did or living is is uh, it's just a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. This one is he's doing the exact opposite. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Interesting. You you said you watched you've been watching Succession, but you don't really rate the. I don't see the big deal about Succession. Oh, I've watched the God. first three seasons of Succession, and um. Oh man. Well, do you? Yes, can you, can I don't. I mean, it's not again. It's nothing. It's better than. It's not as good as. I don't think it's. I don't know. It's just. It's alright. Succession is like a a doc, a, a drama dr- dramatic version of Curb Your Enthusiasm. As far as I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's like just like. Uh, but Curb Your Enthusiasm isn't just like a like a just a random things. It's not like a. It's the way that this, the program is written that I think is fantastic. It's very natural like that. Yeah, oh, the characters. The way that they progress, certain things that happened. Oh, but I, I love Succession, but I love it. And this season, oh my God. So is it one of the great. better programs that you watch? Because mm. for you, if, if you're saying that, then all these programs you're saying are heavy. I don't, know, I don't have to mm. chase, I don't, chase them down. Uh, I've no, cha- chased I'll, this one down because everyone's saying, it's no, Succession is good. But it's very bespoke to people, isn't it? If you're not really into that type of thing, obviously, you know, it's based on the Murdochs, isn't it? So I'm they say it's not, but yes. It's basically yeah. based on the Murdochs. But um, it's good. For me, it's good. It, but it's a comedic good. Whereas um, the other programs I tell you to watch is, is that's more dra- dramatic. But there's certain things in this. I just was saying the things I want to talk about, like the newer episodes that would underline 
I haven't exactly seen exactly what I believe. About, I believe why this thing is genius in the way they write things. I'm gonna wait till episode eight or nine and then just just watch them all. But yeah, I, I love Succession. But Succession, yeah, last season coming up now, so it should almost be finishing. Yeah, yeah. About next next episode, month. Episode, or this right? well, this is coming out in May, so yeah, this month is finishing. End, of, end of this month. Oh, okay, I thought, I thought it was only eight episodes. Then I don't know, but it's, it's May. It's finishing. Okay, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool. All right. Um. Okay. All right. And so okay. To to. For, for keeping episode numbers down now or, or length, I'm, I've come into con- control. And um, yeah, so the last thing we're going to talk about is anti. Anti. How can I forget the name? Uh, everyone's going to cuss me when I when, when I say her name. Anti Diane Abbott. So, I am going to read, uh, Diane Abbott is the MP for Hackney North, I think, and it's like, yes. something like that. Yeah, Hackney North. Uh, she's been in it, she's the longest, or she's the first black MP in the UK. She's the longest serving, sorry, first black female MP in the UK. She's the longest serving black female um, MP in this in these hair states. And she had the whip removed her from her by the Labour. She, she, she's always been Labour. She had the whip removed from her last week, as as you're listening to this, or the week before. I'm not sure now. Um, we when did it happen? It happened. It happened this week or last week? No, it happened last week because I think we made a, a small. No, we didn't make a small mention. It didn't happen. It didn't happen before we recorded. No, no, it didn't. Yeah. All right. Anyways, it happened uh, in the last couple of weeks, where she had the whip removed from her for writing a letter. Let me open up the letter that she wrote. She wrote it to the Observer, I believe it was. And um, this is what she said. So let me close down all these things. Let me find it. All right. So this is, the title is Racism is Black and White. Mm-hmm. So Domiwa Owolade claims that Irish, Jewish, and traveler people all suffer from racism. They undoubtedly experience prejudice this is similar to racism and the two words are often used as if they are interchangeable it is true that many types of white people with points of difference such as redheads can experience this prejudice but they are not all their lives subject to racism in pre-civil rights america irish people jewish people and travelers were not required to sit at the back of the bus in apartheid South Africa, these groups were allowed to vote. And at the height of slavery, there were no whites seeming people, uh, I'm not sure what that word is, manacled on the slave ships. So um, excuse my ignorance for not knowing what that word is or means or how to pronounce Maniclad. it. Manacled. M-A-N-A-C-L-E-D. Manacled. Manacled. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, there were no whites seeming people manacled on the slave ships. And this is uh, by Diane Abbott. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was published on uh, the 23rd of April 2023 in The Guardian, Stroke the Observer. All right. So. What ha- what had happened was, um, this this put me off. So uh, okay, uh, uh, yes, there you go. 
24. All right. 23rd of April in the Observer Stroke Guardian magazine or newspaper, sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So what do you guys, would you like me to re- read what she was responding to in the first place? Yeah, um, just or, a little or, piece of or it. Or we're just going to get... I haven't, I haven't actually read the thing, you know, so... Wow. I don't, let me see, is it that long? Apparently it's not that long. Yeah, well, it's, too, it's too long to read on this, but it's, it's, not, it's not that long. But here it is. So, like she said, this is a Tommy Wow Owolade, and he wrote on The Guardian the week earlier. And the title is, this is, so this is an opinion piece. And it says, racism in Britain is not a black and white issue. It's far more complicated. Okay, I guess that's why her title was Racism is Black and White. So she was really going about it. So a report on ethnic inequality reveals that Irish, Jewish and traveller people are among the most abused. Something was amiss, but I couldn't say why. I was a sixth form student and talking to a girl who told me with utter confidence that white people can't be victims of racism. Racism is about power and privilege. White people have power and privilege. Black people and Asians don't. This means that only the latter group can be victims of racism. Racism is the exercise of power and privilege against people of colour. I nodded at the time. She almost convinced me. Almost. I admired her clarity but felt her account was too neat. I liked her passion, but thought it was painfully misguided. It has only been over the past few years that I have been able to say exactly why she is wrong, why her account of racism is... This is really showing me up. Provisionally? No, rather than progressive. Provincial. 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 Why combating material inequalities should be based on truth rather than distorted narratives. The, uh, you know, I'm not even going to read this dog. You keep, keep talking and I'll get to the bit where it's actually going to be like... Uh, <laughs> you, you wrote this story? I didn't hear that one. Uh, this is a writer called Tomiwa Owalade. Oh, okay. The person that said that there's... This is the original opinion piece you wrote oh, okay, in, okay. The, in, the, in the thing, in the newspaper, and that's what she was responding to. Mm. So let me see if there's a bit that is hello, actually hello. poignant to what she was getting at. Getting at, yeah. Yeah, I can hear you, bro. Okay, cool. Let's talk on the mic. It's facing your nose. Your okay, I'll cut him myself forward. Let's keep going. All right. Um. So yeah, what do you what do you think about what happened? Because I, all right, and I'll I'll say what happened. What I did when it first came up, I didn't I haven't read her piece until way after I made many comments in the private WhatsApp group, mm. and I was upset with her with because anti-diet. with anti because. It's like I don't know why you mentioned Jewish people when you know what's going on with with the Labour <laughs> oh, Party yeah. right now. Um, Kia's on a on a thing where he's trying to rid the party of, of all, even anything that seems or sniffs of anti-Semitism. Uh, oh no, no, don't even have to put it like that. Anything that seems to be Corbynized, and he, yeah, anything that's to do with Corbyn, he's trying to get rid of as well. And it was just an it was just an on goal basically. I hadn't even read the thing. Absolutely on goal. Yeah. Harry Maguire is funniest. And then when she and what I saw on the press and the news because I, I only they they went they didn't read the whole thing like I did because it's not long. You could easily read the whole thing. They took out one little line and they said that she was saying that Jewish people don't uh, experience racism like black people, which I'm not even arguing with. But for me, it's like, why do you need to say that? Like, what difference, is, what difference does that make? They still get racism. Like, why would you open your mouth and say that? Like, so that's all I saw. And I was just like, why would you do that? Why would you do that, Auntie? Why, why, why? So I was upset with, with um, Auntie. 
I read the whole thing and then I write, okay, there's a bit more nuance and I understand that she was responding to something else that happened. All of this started coming out later on and I was like, okay, there's a bit more nuance to it. But at the end of the day, it's not like she has a, a regular paid job with this newspaper. Like Boris had to write for the newspaper every week. So when he had to write his, his nonsense, he's like, I have to pick a certain this week to write. So he's, he picked his brain and wrote some nonsense and put it down and that's why he got gunned. And she doesn't have to do that. She sent her piece in by mail or email because she just wanted to get her point across because she had read this thing and she's like, no, nah, I've got an opinion. I've got an opposing thought. I'm going to send it to the same newspaper for them to print. It was just unnecessary. You didn't need to say anything. That was my thing. One of you guys want to talk? I thought you was going to come with a diff- after you read it, what you... Yeah, yeah I, I haven't read it. Yeah, I was, I was, like, oh, you <laughs> I was sounded talking. like you had a, you had changed your, 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 your mind or something or your opinion. After you read everything that... No, I, that I, I still think it's unnecessary, but I don't I don't disagree. Whereas before, it's like I was... The bits I heard, because they didn't... They were they were paraphrasing, and I think they paraphrased it incorrectly. So what I was hearing, I was like, I disagree with her. Whereas now, it's like, I don't actually disagree with you. Uh, white, white passing people because that's actually basically if you're white passing you experience racism differently than black people yes and brown, but, and brown, and brown people, people. I, don't, she didn't, I don't think she includes brown people she oh, didn't on top of that the bigger thing would be uh, the hierarchy She's, which is what some people have an issue with it's like you don't put a hierarchy on racism if racism is racism you don't say well we blacks feel it worse <clears> then 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 uh, I don't know the Asians and Asians feel it worse than South Americans and South Americans feel it worse than than white Jewish. Some people are like you don't do that. You just say you just say that we're all the same. I I I have no problem saying everyone uh, don't say that because they're not at the bottom. Oh 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 yeah. I mean oh that's basically it. Everyone says that because they're not at the bottom. It's that thing where was it? Who was it that said it? Money is the root of all evil. Is only ever said by people who don't have any. Okay. Do you get what I mean? It's that kind of thing. Like when you're in the, that position, when you're in the position of privilege, even though this sounds a bit mad because of what we're talking about, but when you're in the position of privilege, i.e. you're not at the bottom, um, then your opinion uh, will be skewed in that way to suggest, yeah, you know. Listen, there are all of these people that she's she spoke about all uh, experience prejudice. Yeah. I don't know if... Um, I don't know what we're talking about when we say travellers. Are we talking about Romanian travellers? Are we talking about Irish travellers? I don't even know which ones we're talking about with regards to that. So, Nomadic people. But again, are they a race? No, they're not. So then they don't experience racism then, do they? They experience prejudice. But then Jewish people are not a race either. I don't know where that one... Again, that's an argument they keep having. And I I would love... I would love... Jewish people are a race. I would love for... And a a religion. I would love for a black Jew... Exactly. To, to, to discuss this topic. And, and I'll say to him, as a black Jewish man, yeah? Yeah. Which one do you feel like you're getting stopped by the police for? <laughs> because we know which one it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know which one it is. You know which one on a day-to-day basis that you're, you're, you're feeling, the, you personally. See, this is what I'm saying. When you want to talk about maybe the perception by the world, it could be a different answer. But even then, that is, again, different. Because people, as much as, as much as you might be talking on a day-to-day racism, like uh, on a day-to-day uh, situation, let's be honest, Jewish people are demonized across the world, yeah? Mm-hmm. By almost all races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that they can say, yes, you know, we experience racism because as Jews, we're being de- we, we are demonized, yeah? But then they can't call it racism. Well, this is what they, this is, again, this is odd semantics, but they they have classified them as a race. Many others have classified them as a race. So we're going to go by the majority and let's just go by the majority because 
it is what it is. Mm. They're classified as a race, yeah? That's what they've been classified as now, yeah? Who? Jewish, Jewish people. Yeah. It, there's, there's, um, Are Arabs a race as well? Yeah, I would say. If you're going to class Jewish people as a race... They don't a call race. them a race, though. They call them Arab nations. Exactly. No, yeah, but no? you can... I've never heard anybody say you're an Arab race, a race of Arabs. Uh, do you hear people say you're a race of Jewish? Yes. No, race you hear racism. You don't, uh, the Jewish, uh, the Jewish race. I heard the Jewish race. I don't ever hear the Arab race, ever. Well, maybe you're not, maybe you're not paying attention. But I don't think that's something that you just never heard. I've never heard Arab race. Well, I don't, you just say the Arabs, don't you? You don't, have to, you don't even have to add race to, to the end of, of it. Anyway, go on. You were going to say something. Oh, I'm going to read uh, a bit that seems like um, this may be where Auntie was reading and her ears may have picked up. Anyone who is white is privileged. Uh, so this is from uh, Tommy Well. Mm-hmm. Anyone who is white is privileged, we are told. Mm-hmm. People call them Arab race. And racism only affects people of color. The problem with this view is that there are certain minorities who are seen as white and yet experience prejudice. In fact, the two groups most likely to say they have experienced racist abuse, according to the survey, are so this is the survey he's talking about that happened earlier, that he's discussed earlier on, on the, the piece, are gypsies, travelers, and Roma communities, and Jewish people. More than 60% of gypsy and traveler people reported that they had experienced some form of racism assault. Sorry, some sort of form of racist assault. More than 55% of Jewish people report this, the same. But we also find striking differences when groups we often unthinkably group together. Black Caribbean people, for instance, are more de- more likely than black African people to say they have experienced racism. Nearly 50% for black Caribbean people and more than 30% for black African people, which also means that more than half of black Caribbean peoples and two-thirds of black African people say they have experienced no racist assault. All of this from a survey many have used to conclude that Britain is far from being a racially just society. So he's saying by going by uh, this, this this poll that travellers and Jewish people experience race or report racism more than, than blacks. Well, that's because they have... In a, the UK. That's because they believe that an outcome would come from it. Whereas we don't. So what uh, we, also, he used the terms racism and prejudice in, interchangeably, and they, they don't mean the same thing. It's like the way that people use race and ethnicity interchangeably. Yeah. See, I would have thought that a Jewish person is an ethnic group. It's an ethnic group. But when I'm reading the definitions, it could be a race as well, because race is a construct. It's been defined, isn't it? So it, it is what it is, man. But um, I think sometimes, argue, I, I think sometimes we argue. You know me, I like winning the argument, in it? Mm. And then sometimes arguing that point is like it's beyond, it's, 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 yes, it's, not, it's it, not even important. We can't, if, we can't if, win if, it. if I'm trying to say that um, black people experience more racism or higher levels of racism than white Jewish people, and I'm stuck on arguing that whether Jewish, white Jewish people is a race, it's a waste of the argument because yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 thing, the point I'm trying to get across is that, don't get me wrong, everything should be correct and as it should be. So if, if I truly believe that Jewish people are not a race, then fair enough, maybe we can argue that point. But if my ultimate point is to, to try and say there is a difference, there there is a difference, there is a natural hierarchy in this. For you to for you to diminish it and toss it aside in and of itself is a racism in and of itself for you to say that you experience things the same as this person, 
is so I will, that's the that's the argument I want to win, and I'm I would just go on that. Fine, you want to say Jewish people are racist? Cool. If I didn't believe it, was no. The but the reason why, I, sorry, the reason why I get hang up about it. No. Uh, sorry for cutting into you. That's though. all good though. Um, the reason why I get hang up about it is because there are African Jews, there are Black Jews, yeah. and the white Jews are racist against the Black Jews. Yeah. So because they're part of a different, um, uh, they're also part of a different ethnic group or race. Yeah. So that's what I mean. So then, they, you so, can be part of more than one race. But so you're part of the Jewish race and the black race. Yeah, yeah. For me, race is skin color. It's not. But it's uh, not though. That's for me. That's, but why, that's, I, say, but that's why. That's how I've understood it. If you go by definition, the way that they've described it, I don't believe that's the case. But um, this is my thing. If we're, if we're going by, because they were very specific about white Jewish. She was very. Specific. Which one of them was specific about the white Jewish and white uh, travelers? Was that anti was definitely she was talking about white. Like, so so that said, makes white, sense. she said white passing people so, don't basically experience racism like like black. And that's completely true. So they, they, on a day to day basis. Well she's back to track on it, she's apologized, she said she was wrong and she's apologized. On a day to day basis, walking out on the street, they would not experience the same racism as a black or brown person because unless they fully got out of their way to identify themselves as this thing with things that can be seen. So maybe an Orthodox Jew might be able to say, well, you know, I wear my hat, I wear this, that, and the other. Blah, 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 blah. Jews are standing up like, what you talking about? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I catch racism all day long. No. Yeah, exactly. So they might say, you know what, I come out and I wear my thing, blah, 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 blah. But again, it's a bit like what I say with gay people. If they decided to take, if they decided to not go out with any of that type of stuff, they're not going to experience what they experience. The same way that I say that if gay people never told you they was gay, they wouldn't, they, they might not feel the prejudice of being gay. But, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It exists. So that's what I said. On a on a global scale, when people, as I said, people hate Jews on a global scale. All right. That's racism. Yeah. On a day-to-day basis of me, you walking out on the street um, and travelers as well. Travel, travelers get it. That is one that I actually agree that people don't necessarily talk about, but people hate travelers and they're quite happy to talk very bad about them. No, it's not even like a thing. <laughs> not even like a thing you're gypsy they're this they're thieves they're this that never. no problem at all no one would blink an eyelid if you if you said that if somebody said to you uh, a traveller came around my house and I hide everything because they were going to steal it no one would blink an eyelid they'd be like yeah of course you should there's a South, <laughs> Af- a South African comedian who was doing a, sh- a show in um, anyways and I was watching it just yesterday I think it was and it's like you you know you British you don't do racism very well it's like I'm from South Africa you know you do when, when racism happened you know you're not you, why are you not allowed to go to the beach because he says no blacks are allowed on the beach it's like you, you people have your subtle racism but he said but the redheads it's like everybody's allowed to just, just it's on the red it's like redheads it's just, there's, there's no there's, there's no, no filter it's, like, yeah, it's like it's, it's no hold bars for redheads it's like, I feel sorry for you <laughs> yeah so I, I think that is a again I kind of agree with her with white passing because you can be white passing so you've got the option to not be experience a day-to-day racism like uh um you know being stopped in your vehicle and stuff like that because of your uh, of what your your race is but as a whole like in the global scale they, they these people experience racism even if it's not um direct to them yeah but then the interesting thing for me also is did any of those people representing them communities come out and complain about what Diane Abbott said yeah of course they did the, <laughs> the, the, the the, of course, the Jews came up. The traveling, no, I mean, not uh, outside of the. Oh, okay. The tra- traveling community. In fact, the, me even saying Jew, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. That's that's, that's what I'm confused about. But anyway, it's what it is. But um, at the traveling community, I'm not too sure. I don't. I don't but know. no one care if they did. That's the point. If the traveling community came out and said, "Oh, we don't like it," they'll be like, "So what? If we don't like it." 
Sit your ass down and be, and be, <laughs> so what? be happy we, let, we left you on our camps. And that's why the reason why, that is the reason why people um, uh, um, talk about the Jewish Jewish people. And this is another reason why people hate them. Because they feel like they are unf- at times say that they're unfairly given... Um, Disproportionate amounts of... Or whatever. Yeah. So... Can, can I posit something? Go ahead. Diane Abbott, anti-Diane Abbott, is the most racially abused person in the UK. Most likely, yeah. There is no one in the past 10, 20 years, modern UK, that has experienced as much racism as anti-Diane Abbott. I believe I can put that forth to the, to the crown and I could believe if I had enough time and you were going to pay me out the end, I could win that case. No one in this country has experienced racism like anti-Diane Abbott. Mm. Who is one person? One person. Yeah. Over 20 years, 30, 30, what, 30 something years has been of, in, in Parliament. A lot of black people that's been on television, you know. I don't think anyone has experienced it like yeah, that. Yeah, because what would happen with them is it would be directly related to their appearance on television. And this woman was in in Parliament. Yeah, but so. there's a lot of people that didn't know about Diane Abbott for a very long time. It's only recently that Diane Abbott has even become somebody that people know about. You, mm, I don't know about that. No, she's been in Parliament for a very long time and most people don't... You have to think about it now. Politics has become more... In in the public eye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in the past, you, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know who who your uh, the MP of Hackney is if you lived in in Bristol. I think Diane Abbott has been famous for a long time. I don't think she has. I, I think she has. I think Corbyn wasn't even as famous for that long. Corbyn, no, Corbyn, no. Corbyn, Corbyn was not as famous as Diane Abbott until until Corbyn rose. Until Corbyn was the leader of the of the Labour, he was not as as popular as Diane Abbott or well known. It's not. It's not. Mm, Okay, but I, I think that Diane Abbott has has been in politics for a very long time, yes. 37 years. Whether or not people knew who she was, I, could, I wouldn't necessarily say that. Not to say that she hadn't still experienced racism, but I don't know whether or not her, that her popularity would be matching on somebody else. Because the, there could be footballers that would tell you that, I'm, are you mad? <laughs> Did I look I've been experienced racism for since I've been playing football since whatever. Since somebody like John Barnes might say, I've, I've experienced racism since I started kicking a football. Every single place I've gone to, every single country I've gone to, every single uh, arena yeah, I've gone yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and since. I'm just, I'm just positing that Auntie could be the person that has experienced more racism than any person in this country. More racism in this country. Or more racism, just generally. Because no, as in, there's no one person in this country that has can say I've experienced as much racism as anti. I'm positing it. I'm not saying it's the case. I, I I'm saying I, that, I'm saying that can be argued. I, I'm saying that in the least, nobody can tell me that her name can't shouldn't be put in the hat. Yeah, she should be in that. Oh, she yeah. should be shortlisted for yeah. that for that Nobel Prize. Yeah, she's gonna be, be. She's gonna be top five. All right. So. <laughs> For her to not even be able to open her mouth about and say certain things, for her to be stood down, it's like wow. Because if she's talking from her own personal experiences, she knows that I've got a Jewish person beside me on here, and I've got a traveler beside me here. We're walking down the street, and I know who's going to get it. Mm. What I don't like is that sometimes Labour need to put themselves in a situation where they back their their people. And in this situation, I think that they, somebody should have come out and said she's made a mistake. And after the amount of racism she's received all of these years, I think she's got every right to maybe make this mistake. Nah, everyone threw her under the bus. Exactly. And that was the problem I had. Well, this is, but they want to get rid of her anyway. They want to get, listen, I told you, what did I say to you a long time ago with this Keir Starmer guy? I asked whether or not he was actually a Tory, didn't I? I've been saying that from the beginning, that he's, he's Tory. But, you have but to, he's not Tory, he's, he's trying to be a Tony Blair part two. 
the only play was still a bit more. Was was it as centrist as this one? I th- mm. I think he's just not as left as 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 maybe I might like. So I'm not going to speak for anybody else. But I'm I'm a. I, to be honest, I'm actually down the middle. But I just oh, have left and right Tory. views on different oh, things. Are you a Tory? Are oh, you a Tory in disguise? Because I think in the end he's, he supports Chelsea, and that that's me personally. <laughs> <laughs> but he's last as well. Yeah, he supports Chelsea. Dude. <laughs> In his heart, in our, you know, they asked him a question yeah, yeah. who would you uh, rather go and what because, um, Keir Starmer's an Arsenal supporter. What's the ex the, the last Corbin. Corbin is a um, Arsenal supporter, Arsenal supporter, and Piers Morgan is an Arsenal supporter. And they asked, um, oh Starmer, God. who would you rather go to an Arsenal game if you had to go to an Arsenal he game? He chose Piers Morgan, he chose Piers Morgan, so he chose a racist, he chose Piers Morgan. That's how much he wants to distance himself. From 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 this round, that went into a dead. Wo- it's like, but you used to call him your friend. He's like, oh, uh, well, you know, I, I'm in the colloquial sense. I didn't. <laughs> a man that like, went into a, your yeah, friend into a dead girl's when voice he, smell. When he was the leader of the Labour Party, you called him your friend. A man that's got real problems with Meghan Markle. That is thing with her is fully unreasonable, boy. I don't understand how the Labour Party. Well, they're gonna win anyway. It seems. Yeah, they're gonna win, but I don't know how. <laughs> Tories have messed up that bad. They've been in power for for, for, a, for a long time. For a long time. That bad, I don't know, man. Rishi Rishi's not helping either. No, Rishi Rishi Rishi's personal um, uh, rates is more than Kia's. People like Rishi more than they like Kia in the country worldwide. Forget which which side you you actually mm. vote for. So Kia has, I mean, Rishi has better standing than. Yeah, but uh, he's allowing uh, the other people. To what is what they're saying is that the difference between the parties and the leaders is so mad this time because the Labour Party is is high. Just based off the fact that the conservatives are so low, mm. so they just they're living off fumes because they're low. You ask people, what are you, why are you voting for Labour? They're not saying because I care about Labour because Labour have the views that I like because Labour they're saying because I hate the Tories. The Tories have just done about this. Tories, have, you're saying why you dislike somebody and you're just doing the opposite because you dislike them so much. But then when you talk about the leaders, it's the other way around. It's like um, well, not the other way around, but. Uh, Rishi is he much higher than, uh, Rishi is much higher than the party in terms of standing right now mm. and in Ki- Kia Kia is not pop- as popular as the party he's got too many villains he's underneath less, him. He's, he's, sorry he's got too many villains underneath him Kia Rishi <laughs> one of them resigned the other day it? What he, one of his villains he, of, he had to go he had to go but I, t- I actually kind of agree with him what's his name have they got rid of the guy that came and said that the, the, all the racist things yet Oh, John Edwards or whatever his name is. And, and well, the, one that, the one that said what? that white people are better than the blacks. And that they should, have, they should still have sleeves. No. Nobody they didn't say nothing about him. Oh my God. Quiet. The actual racist is fine. The one that just talked about racism is, is the one that got gone. Who's the one that got, got uh, that resigned from the um, conservatives recently? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. He, he, um, there was a report down uh, uh, allegations of uh, um, bullying by the civil civil servants that he that worked oh, for him. Oh yes, um, his name is. Um, he was he's deputy deputy prime minister. So when when Boris was uh, incapacitated, he was the one that was running the country for all of four or five days. Oh, but I, I can't remember. Can you imagine? I don't, yeah, I don't the, remember. The whole deputy oh, prime minister. Campbell. No, Alistair Campbell is not. He's uh, he's Labour for one, and he's ex. Is he? Alistair Campbell's gone a long time. He's got, he's got the most popular podcast in the UK, a political podcast. Oh, I can't very, remember very his good name. actually. Very, very, very good podcast. But then they also the um, other, Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Uh, somebody just just put um, resigned and uh, Tory. I didn't. His name's going to pop up, uh, and then I'm going to remember it as just before you say it. So he left, and instead of just because he said that oh, if the report comes back saying that I'll, I'll bullied, I'll leave, and the report came back saying that he bullied. Richard Sharp. 
No. Richard Sharp is the BBC guy. BBC guy, sorry. Yeah. Um, And so he left. And then what did he do straight away? He went and said, but if you fire me for this, or if you, I'm leaving, but if you allow these people to take over, it's a madness. Because people are crying just because we're cracking a whip, because we're doing, we're being harsh on them. We're, we're, we're basically, we're working hard. Dominic Rabb. Dominic Rabb. He's like, we can't just be, we're fighting for you, the UK. If you allow us to, to, to get booted out just because we're being harsh, and doing our thing, he's basically saying that it's, it's, a, it's a pussy pussy culture right now. You can't say that. As your manager, manager, I can't tell you, look, I, I demand results. What are you doing? Like, all of a sudden, they're going to put in report. Uh, he's shouting at me. He's you know, he, 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 like, but we're, trying, we're working for you. We're working for you, the people. These people are, are running things and you don't let them run things. The, I actually agree with that uh, the, the community as a whole is becoming pussified. Just be careful because this one, when they find out now that he touched one woman somewhere. And him personally, I'm not saying that what he didn't do was was gone too far. I'm just saying that I agree with the notion of what he's saying that in this country, this in this hair country right now, it's getting to the point where it's like you can't do anything. You sound like one of those. Um, yes, which is why I say I'm a, I'm in the middle. I'm not a, I'm not a left or a right. I'm, I'm actually in the middle. It's too much guy on it. Too much woke. I feel that we didn't do justice to the anti um, segment, but unfortunately, when when real. Uh, I know what I was to say to first on it. I know it's it's. She uh, yeah. she, there's no reason for her to say it. She said it. I agree that she should, what she's saying, but there's no reason for you to say it. Just be quiet. If you don't want, if you don't want to smoke, or you don't, if you're gonna take back the thing that you said, don't say it at all. Yeah, but she's a politician, isn't it? But then don't say it. There's no reason for you to say it. You like it itching. Somebody but next to her should have said, "What are you doing?" Maybe somebody wasn't next to her. But she wrote a whole letter and sent it in. Yeah, she did that. And I hope again, if you don't have friends in that newspaper, don't send it in. Yeah. Well, somebody should have said, mm, I'm Auntie, not, uh, I don't think you should be pushing this in there, you know. I don't know, man. Boris Johnson wrote a whole load of crud in that newspaper as well, so. All right, so um, we're not going to do uh, Amada Aso, because Wahala wants to talk about one topic and we, oh. we don't want a long episode this, dash, this, this, this week. Well, I don't have anything prepped for Amada Aso. So there's a, there are a bunch of, there's stuff that I want to talk about actually, very much so, but I was going to put it away till next week. But what do you talk about now? Because... I just, I, 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 I just, okay, no problem. I, 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 we can do that. What's the thing that you want to talk about? Let's see. My daughter. Are... Yeah, then talk about your daughter then. But I can, that can wait, isn't it? Don't your daughter's not more important than Charles the Rapper. I mean, it's, it's less. Oh! Yes. It's less important. I'm still doing it wrong. Yeah! That's twice. Clearly, I like Charles the Rapper. <laughs> I, I <don't> <laughs> your daughter is more important than Charles the Rapper. So let's talk about your daughter. And All then right. maybe we can sneak Charles the Rapper out there if we can. Okay, I guess this this is just story time. It doesn't. Yeah, I don't really need too much in, involvement from you. But I just wanted. To, I was gonna wait to the pod. I, I told you, man. I told the family, but I didn't tell um, the man them. Mm. So it finally happened, or oh, it's happened already. I should say. All right. My I, I take my daughter to to school half the time. My daughter, my wife takes her half the time. So we walk in. You go to the playground. You wait around till it opens. They you, you tell her goodbye. They go in. Usually in the playground, the kids are playing. She goes in. She ran to the one little corner. Uh, there's a couple of mothers that I usually chat to. I stand by them. So I was just standing in my little corner. And she ran back. And she's like, what's wrong? And she like, such and such said, I can't play with them because only white people are allowed in this room. Taking into account, the, the class is actually minority white. Maybe six white kids. 20 Asians or so 
and my daughter's the only black person in the class. And the there are the one of three black people in the year. There used to be a couple of mixed race people, but all the, all the other blacks have gone. There was a, a black boy, he's gone. Mixed race girl, she's gone. So she's one of gone three. because they've left the school or gone because left the school, left the area actually. And oh. one of them left because he was he the the boy was special needs, and then okay. um, he needed a more sp- attention. Sp- uh, yeah, so she took him out of school completely because I see him come in with one of the, the handlers. So he's still, but she stayed with he stays with the handler now, I believe. Okay, and she's homeschools him kind of thing. And um, the mixed race one, we were cool with, but he just moved. Uh, he, he was okay. a nurse. He was whatever. He, he got a job somewhere else. So they moved to Oxford, I think. Okay, cool. Um, and there was another mixed race one. That one I'm not even going to go into. But that was a madness. And, and they left. So uh, now it's three black girls in the whole year. There are three classes in the year. Approximately 30 kids in each year. So no black boys at all. Well, three black girls. One in each class, I think it is. Right. They leave right. together. Because <laughs> uh, they swap around every year, actually. So she was with, with the one before and then they, they moved her when they moved up. All right. So she came and she told me that. Now, my daughter is... is <sighs> um, She's not the most hard nut of of people in in general, anyways. So she cries a lot, anyways. And the thing is, when my daughter cries, I, I usually don't feel anything because maybe either my bastard dad or because I know that she cries for nothing. It's like it means nothing to me. But when she said that, she said, "Daddy, they said I can't go there because it's only because I'm not white." And then she broke down and cried. My heart broke. My heart broke. And I know the girl in question. The girl came and I said. You know that's not nice what you said. She's like, yeah, I know. I said, you're not gonna apologize. She said, I'm sorry. And then the whistle blew. They took the kids in. I know the person's um, dad and mum. The mum works in the school. The mum's so cool, so cool. Like, the mum's a racist. I know his mum is so cool. The mum's a racist. The one, remember that time I was talking about the parents when one speaks French, one speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. That's them. Mm-hmm. So um, probably been calling that in word in uh, the dad, the dad oh, I know him, you know, to an extent, say hello, whatever. But I, I don't. I actually stand there and have conversations with the mum. Whereas with the dad, he he's always in a rush. Comes he? and goes. He says hello and when you see your black face, who knows? So it's just that I've said on the podcast, I've said to my missus that when I moved where I moved, and um, uh, I've you know I've, I've said to you man personally that. Unfortunately, the area I live in, there are any, there are very, very few blacks, and I, uh, I assumed that at some point my daughter would face racism, overt, because covert is just wherever it's there surrounding you, but overt she's gonna face it, and I just didn't think it was gonna be this early, to the point where we don't push racism and you need to do this and that down our daughter because we don't want to be so. Like what I was talking about earlier on. We don't want to push racism in her face so much that she's just there watching for it, worrying about things. But suddenly I do certain things. So we have our affirmations in the morning. I tell her about her skin. And just that morning, I was talking about how she had to love herself. And I said, you have to love your skin. You have to love your hair, your black skin. And I was going down the list. I said, you have to love your toes. And she was laughing. She's like, hey, I don't love my toes. I said, hey, hey, hey. I said, what? I said you have to love your toes. She's like, why? I said, you have to love every part of yourself. Because I said, the same morning, you know, 20 minutes before it happened, people are going to make you feel bad about yourself. And I, I don't want you to live feeling bad because of what somebody else says or thinks. You need to, be, you need to love yourself completely so that nobody else has an influence on you. 20 minutes before somebody says why it's only pie in this in this in this place and um yeah i just wanted to share with my boys i at the day after i played her 
brown skin girl by um, Beyonce. Now, this is on my daughter's playlist. We've been talking about our children and the music they listen to. My daughter has a playlist on our, on our title. And that song has been there. So she knows the song from a long time. But I've never over... Because I put it there. The songs that she chooses, the song that I chooses. And, and, and I put it there. And the song that the wife chooses. So we put in music that we feel is acceptable for her. Stuff that we think is going to uplift stuff from Africa. So we want to get a flavor of whatever. And when she wants music that we're playing, I'll just play the playlist. And I'm comfortable that she's going to hear music that I'm, I'm happy with. So this song is there. She knows the song from a long time. But this is the first time I've explained to her what it actually means. And we sat there and watched the video. And I got emotional watching the video. And it's not that... I don't know if I've ever seen the video before, but obviously I've heard the song a hundred times. I know what it's about. But because it's, it doesn't resonate with me because I'm so confident in my in my my blackness, I've never had an issue with that. It's never it's never resonated with me. And even though I'm playing it for my daughter and I understand, oh, at some point you're going to feel this, I didn't think it was going to be now. And um, I was emotional watching the video with her. I was like, this is a madness. This, this is why Beyonce made this thing because her daughter was catching whatever she was catching. Same as NT, he's like, when you're in the public media and, and you're black, you're going to get it. You know, everybody gets it in the public. But when you're black, you're going to get it because you're black. When you're a woman, you're going to get it because you're a woman. And when you're a black woman, you're going to get it from all sides. So um, that was just, that was just, just my thing. I just wanted to, to, to say that and, um, yeah, to, to share with the, the, the people them. But I was kicking myself, and this is what I was saying earlier, I'm sorry, um, is that I knew it would happen because of the area happening. And I had discussions with my wife about not wanting to live in this area. But she was confident that she'll be cool. Everyone has to keep in mind that my wife didn't come to this country. My daughter's six. She didn't come to this country till she was seven. And just as we were discussing it, because I was moaning about it again, I realised she had she came like a month before her eighth birthday as well. So she was near enough eight before she came and lived in the UK. She was surrounded by blackness. They say the first seven years of your life are the most formative. Yeah. She was surrounded by blackness. Blackness was never an issue for her. So when I, she went to this uh, school in the same area that my daughter goes to school, and she said, I, you know, I didn't, I experienced some things. You know, it wasn't a big deal. She even talks about a time where she took a chair to somebody uh, and had to and lick one boy when he was, the first time she experienced racism in this country. And I said, how, how old are you? And basically she said it was year three or whatever, year four. So she was nine or 10. So I said, you got it early, but by that point, it meant nothing. You were strong enough to pick up a chair and chase the boy because you're Bush Garni and that's why. But you pick up a chair and you, were, you went to hit a boy because he said whatever you said. I don't know. She didn't tell. I never know actually what the boy said. But I kept telling her that where I grew up, it was my school was majority black. Where mm. you grew up, the whole country was majority black. There was there is a comfort that you have in that that you my daughter, our daughter is nuts going yeah. to have. Yeah, she's not have. So there are things that are gonna have an issue with her that she's gonna have an issue with that maybe me and you didn't. So I just wanted to share that with the man. It's part of the reason why I ended, I decided to raise our daughter as a, as a roadman. That's part of the reason. Cause I knew that the world that she's being brought into is not one that's going to be fair. So she has to have a certain um, repertoire of tools in her toolkit mm. to be able to deal with that. Um, so I'm I'm really I'm sad that I've that I've heard that. Um, what I want to ask you though is, um, are you equating this to just children being children, or do you feel like it's coming from somewhere? <laughs> well, he thinks that is inherent, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe everyone's racist. So in that regard, it's always just a, 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 a when as opposed to an if for me. So that's one. 
But in this individual case with this individual person you're talking about, yeah, I don't know because this is the thing. Because I know them, because I know them well enough as as much as you're gonna know a parent stroke somebody that works in the school. So I see her every day. It's like I don't think she got it from the mum. I I only got to the point where I started questioning. I don't know the dad that well. I see him. I say hello. If I see him on the street, I know him. It could be your uncle. Could be but a grandparent. Could be a aunt. Could be but his own me. At that age. You're getting it from somewhere though. That's the thing. Because my daughter is not going around thinking anything about race because we ain't teaching her anything about race. I teach her about culture. So she knows the the flags for her mum and her dad. She knows problem. about Africa. But I'm not there teaching her about black, black, black stuff because I, I know that I just let, let I think that's a problem. Go on. And let me tell you why. Because now you're, these other kids are more advanced. You think that those six white girls that you said that's in that class full of uh, Asians, I'm assuming is the rest yeah. of uh, your daughter being the one black. You think that those? Do you think that she's the problem? You think that they're not talking about the Asians? Remember, there's only a couple. In no, your, he's not it, talking about the Asians. The white, the white, uh, the white um, parents of all the rest of the the white children. I don't know. They are. They're saying, "Look, you're the only white." You know, I know there's a lot of Asian people in your class. Stick with the white girls. I'll guarantee you, some parents are saying that. Oh. But regardless of it, and then maybe the kids are then falling down to that kid. I was like, you know, it's with only only us white girls. We only, you know, blah blah blah. So we're only going to be with the white girls. You know, don't mix with the Asian people, and and then she could say it to one of the uh, other students could have said it to her, and she took it from that. It could have come from her grandparent, could have come from somebody. Let's be real. Somebody says to me, if somebody came to me, I was like, oh, there's only three black girls in um in a in a class, yeah, um, and you, she said something to me. I'll say, I'll tell her, do you like the three black girls? I'll be like, yeah, you know, you should make them your friends. I might not tell her not to hang around with the rest of them, but I might push her to to the three black girls. If that makes sense. And I think other people might do the same, but they may, but their one might come with a bit more racism than than, than mine. Because I'm saying mine for this reason because you you cannot trust the fact that these people will have your back because of the racism that exists in the world, which is suppose what uh, Anti Dyer was saying. <laughs> but um, you know, because you're in this class at the moment, you might be the minority in this class, but in the in, you're the majority in the world, and you're the majority in that well, not the world, you're the majority in in your, in the nation that you live in. So you you get to see white people everywhere. I want to ask you another question. Mm. Um, Did I answer the first one properly? No, you answered the first one. Um, you said you don't know, basically. You're not sure. You didn't think so. But also, um, did you did you speak to the mum as she's a teacher in the school or whatever? She messaged my wife. Um, well, before the school had finished. So obviously the, the the words gone round because the, the teacher said he wanted to speak to us after school, but because she went to after school club and the teacher wasn't doing an after school club, um, I would have had to go to school or whatever. It's like parents' evening is coming up next week, so it's like after school club or parents' evening. So we said parents' evening. So the teachers addressed it. He's spoken to the child. He's spoken to uh, my daughter. He said it's not all right. This is the same teacher that was was laughing when he said that. Oh he loves my daughter because she's got so much personality and there's one time when she came in and she was saying uh, you know black people uh, white people like touching my hair and so I, I'm not going to get offended but she said it to an Asian person this is how much she's this is how racist to her it's just so like it's it's not a thing So, but and he was laughing because he's like the person was even white they were Asian but he's just said that you know you, he, he, and, I, and I told him there and then I understand things are going to happen in school She's one of the. She's the only black person in the class. Things are gonna happen. So I told him then, and he's like, "Yeah, I understand." Um, but to answer your question, the mother reached out to my missus, and they messaged on the phone. 
I haven't actually read the messages. I don't even. But she basically she apologized. She said she doesn't know where, doesn't know where it came from. And then yesterday they were at um, one of the school children's birthday parties, so they were there together talking. And again, I believe she just um, she was apologetic and embarrassed. Hmm. So so yes is the answer, and she's she's she, so she reached out straight away, messaged my wife. So she said, I'm, I'm really sorry about my child. I don't know where that came from. And then it's a, reiterated it to her face. It's a tenuous position because she's also a teacher in the school. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? So I think she's a helper. She's not like it a doesn't teacher. matter. She's she's having she contact and influence on your children. Do you get what I'm saying? To you? Oh, you mean like that? Yeah. Did anybody ask the child in front of you where did she get it from? No, because as soon as as soon as I said to say sorry, she said sorry, and then they, they went inside. I would have asked her straight. Who told you that? That's the first thing I would have asked her before I even sorry. Who told you that? And then I so I woke up myself there and then. I, I didn't think I was. Yeah, you, you I, I was in an emotional state. Well. I, I was just focused on my daughter because she, she was, and even I had to leave her crying. It's not like I stopped her crying and then because everybody had gone in and I was still still there holding her. I picked her up, and I was holding her. And all I'm thinking of is when this girl cries. All I'm thinking of is you need to stop crying. You're always crying for certain. You need to man up because life is hard. But this time I was just like I get it. And because even though I don't feel that kind of stuff when I hear it, I've never, I've never experienced racism and felt like bad, as, as mad as that sounds. It's never happened to me before. Cause because I've, I'm so like nonchalant about it, like this is life. It's just life. It's just life. But you're not expecting it from your daughter. Like, he's, like six. She's six. She's innocent. She's not she's, innocent. She's six year old. Is not innocent. I'm not, talking about my child. In in case of race, no, no, she's not innocent. To the races, she's not innocent. She's just a black person. It could even be that the person doesn't mean it racist way. If, if you understand what I mean, this is it what could I was be asking. Like, only two people are allowed in here. Only boys are allowed girl, in here. The little girl has no idea what she's. That's what that's, I'm saying. Uh, that's, that's why. That's what, yeah, because it could easily. Because my daughter's back, big on like girls and boys. Ah, I don't like playing with the boys. I'm not doing what the uh, uh, what after school club do you want to do? Want to do this? Why? I feel like that. No, because it's only boys. Boys are there. I just want to go where the girls are. So. She ain't sexist. It's just like, for whatever reason, she's fully done this line of, I like being around the girls and don't want to be around the boys. And this is why I asked whether it was a child being a child or if you think it's a thing. Because I, I, I do remember when I was in school, maybe it was secondary school, a bit early, um, a bit later in life, but we used to, because I went to a school that was predominantly white, we used to play football and we used to play whites V. Yeah. Because there were so many white people in the school. And you just mix and match. Buddy. And so you, the blacks and the Asians would play together and then or anybody who didn't identify as white would play together and the whites would play as as one team but we did that it wasn't it's just an easy way to it was just an easy way to split like the, the only other way would have been to put bibs on and we didn't have bibs so it was like if we do whites Your v natural bibs yeah <laughs> if we do whites v then we know who we're passing to it it could be just that but it's uh, it I don't could, think you it, could it, do that in 2023, Diane. No, I've heard a conversation about it the other day. Um, someone was talking, same sort of dilemma thing where they were like, oh yeah, the, the kids were saying white as They started saying racism, racism. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, because I know I've been in that situation. No? Bro, we are our big selves now. When there's sometimes when we go football, because there's bare Asians sometimes, we, we look at those teams and we make it, we'll be like, oh, it's Asian V. <laughs> we, <laughs> because it happens. Yeah. Sometimes it happens like that. Oh, it's Asian V. All right, fair enough. <laughs> you just play it is. But we don't think anything of it. Yeah. But these lot these days now are saying it's racism. Like, how can you do that? Why are you separating among It's only lines? just now because I've, at the time, thought if she's, if she's young, I don't know where she got it from. It could be innocent or it could be whatever. Or not innocent, but it could, but I've never, just until just now, just to ask that question, thought it could just be that she was saying, oh, the girls in here already are white. And so it's only whites only. 
as if if the girls if it was all girls and a boy tried to enter, it's girls only. Mm. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I feel like somebody is. I think that things. I, I would like to see how all the parents are regarding that because it's not often without some form of people feeling a way in UK that you're in a minority as a white person and there's not some form of thing behind that. Like people are not upset about that. This is my country and my child goes to a school where it's predominantly one race and it's not white. Only one of the parents and it's my daughter's closest friend is English. Her parents are English. All the other whites then, then none of them I was about to ask you, but you already said it was French and Spanish. This one's the parents French and Spanish. I was going to ask all Eastern European. That is the child. I was going to ask you whether the child is from Ukraine, but you said they were all French. Answers me quite immediately. Eastern European. Oh, okay. They don't have a good standing for other colors, as it is known. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's a tough cookie, man. I don't know. She always gets invited to their birthday party. <laughs> she's one of the. She's one that like she gets invited everywhere. Because they have to have. To, do we have black black child in school? We bring. <laughs> it's mad because one of the ones where they because it's the mum I see all the time, man. So I say hello to mum. But when it was my daughter's birthday party, the dad bought her, and I was trying to talk to him, and he's because obviously the parents stick together. It was at a fun fair, and so we're trying to, and then it, once eventually I read, oh, it. Yes, yes. I said, oh, look at the kids. Yes. Yeah. I had to just, because I could see, he kept trying to keep himself to himself, but very polite, very nice. But just like, you could see, you didn't want to join the conversation. And then I realized, oh, you don't know English there. It was like in Mexico, we uh, we, we was with, uh, when we went on one of the trips, to say one of the, another trip that we went to, there was a, an Eastern European couple. And they was always like, giving us a bit weird, like weird, not necessarily stares, but there was, very cautious the way they was around everyone else because there was like the only whites most of them were like Mexicans or Americans like um, you're most, assuming it's because but the they're just, but they, no no I was there I was on the trip with, no with, but you said they did it because they're the only whites no I'm saying that it, all, it just felt weird I don't know they were they kept themselves it could be that it couldn't be that it might not be that but I always felt that, that there was a bit cagey and, they, and Eastern Europeans are, they have a certain way about them as well mm-hmm. so they like when we was going for to do a bike ride one of the guys tried to push past me to get the bike before I got it. Was not, basically pushed me up past, even though you could see I was going to the bike. Mm. That type of behavior that I have, uh, or maybe you should put it to all of them, but I've seen that type of behavior yeah. from them in the bike. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, eventually, some for some strange reason, we went to some uh, place where they did like a, a spiritual uh, ritual, or whatever, where they was just uh, doing like a shaman thing for the Mayans or whatever. Yeah, and um, they had to. One of them guys partaked in it, and he was um, the Eastern Europe guy. They, they asked him to do certain things, blah blah blah. And then eventually, they wanted to basically just do blah 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 all stuff, and like come and talk to us, and we'll give we give you this this herb thing, and mm. you'll cleanse everything that you've got. Tutus now, everybody found that they were gonna, they wanted to charge you like five hundred dollars for the thing, but yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so um. When we, the people was going before us, everyone was coming out without the thing and was like, ah, oh, me and my wife like, ah, oh, blah, blah, <laughs> They want, they want, even my wife was like, look at us going to go and see this show, but imagine if we said to go and say to, 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 uh, back home that we went to go and see Baba Lawa, they were like, ah, you would yeah. never do that. You wouldn't go, I want to go to Nigeria to start going to go see Baba Lawa, but, but here I'm in Mexico going to go and see That's the Shabbat. That's how you need to market yourself well. Yeah, but um, no, it's just because we was part of this trip thing. No, but it's uh, saying tourism. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, um, and it's not demonized as much as I suppose. But and two twos now. So we went to um, the thing, and then when everyone was coming out, they started to talk to us because it's like, what's because uh, they had the thing. They're like, what, what what's happening? It's like they're gonna charge people. Are saying they're charging this amount of money. So after a while, we had a little discussion, and then after that, they just wanted to talk to us. It's almost like they thought 
Oh, because I think I think for one, because we was European, that put them a little bit more at ease. Because mm. everyone else is American or Mexican, mm. and they Europe, they come from Europe. And two, I think that one, the way they was looking at first was really like skeptical of us. Yeah. Until we had, was talking and was a bit smiley. Then suddenly, oh, can you help us to take pictures? Can you help us to film? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Even sh- showing my wife the pin code to his thing to get into his phone. Everything. She's like, give it, give it a pin code. Like all of this stuff. I was like, right, you lot went from to that so yeah. quickly. And yeah. I noticed that in my area, as I said, there's certain times that they're very cautious, great thingy, and then suddenly they're just integrated because it's like, oh, you lot are not as bad as I think you are. Because I remember I was saying in the past that I don't think they have many in their country, so they don't they really don't. know their no. us. Yeah, but no. when they get here and the people are, uh, okay, you're going to call it racist towards them or prejudiced towards them. Yeah. And the ones that's not really prejudiced is, is, the, is the black people yeah, yeah, because, yeah. you know, when we it, when know it like that, yeah. they seem to then have an affinity for us and then they, it, it, they, they, yeah. they join join us until, until maybe situations like this. I don't know. They might still be, as I said, I don't know how that is in that class, but you being six, being in a surrounded by a group of a different race and your children are surrounded by that group of a different race, you might be the nice parent that's not putting it out, but I very much doubt most of the parents are not. I'm just disappointed in myself because I got, got a house. I wanted a house that's big. Like you said, you had a training room. I'm just doing, I'm just trying to tidy up my, my room that is basically holds my trainers and clothes there now. And, the reason we're living in this area is because this is where we could afford to buy the house where I could get all the rooms that I, I feel we needed. I feel we needed a four-bedroom house. We could, I didn't want a three-bedroom. I didn't want that. This is not the only place. It's the place you wanted. Yeah, but uh, I knew that I was going to sacrifice certain things. for certain, Obviously, when you pick a house, unless you've got big big bank, you always have to sacrifice something for another. Even then, even if then, you still have to sacrifice because area means, different areas mean different things. And it's like, I knew that this was going to be an issue, but I just thought... You know, I remember my plan was move by the time they could start secondary school. Like this is when, but now I'm I'm thinking, have I done my children a disservice? Like, have I have I have I flopped the game for them? I think because I'm living for my children. I was like, have I flopped the game? Go on, tell me what you think. I think um, <laughs> no, because I was I was discussing this with my wife because I was saying I know Stab's gonna be properly vexed about this, and she goes, why? And I was exactly the same thing I just said there because I said I already know he's got guilt in his in his heart about this situation that he, about this fact that there's not many blacks in this area. I know that that's in his heart already. Now this is just gonna amplify that upset. So you're just telling me now, but I don't think you've done them a disservice. But I just think in the end. You've, you sac- you have sacrificed this and you, you have to find a way to try and rectify it. I don't know how. I don't know I, I don't know, is, I don't know what you're going to do, able to do. I done told you you should have played with Roots immediately. That's what I would have done straight. Roots. You're going to watch all six hours of the Roots. <laughs> oh my God. Next, when you go to school next time, you're going to be very prepared to look at them and say, you, you are there. But pass the trauma on. Yeah, yes. You're going to be the one that's separating from them. You're not going to want to be... Yeah, but who's she going to separate She'll with? She'll have to uh, sit in her own corner. That's deep, man. <laughs> Face the wall. Yeah. And read her book properly. And I don't know, man. It's just Queen. What can you do, man? Oh, if you okay, let me ask you a question quickly. What yeah, can you do? not a thingy. Would you prefer it if they said, you know what, we're gonna be very conscious about this, say, do, saying this, but we're gonna do it because we think it might be for the best. We are actually gonna put all the three black girls in the same class and keep them in the same class. Would I have an issue with that? Yes. No. Would you think the rest of the? the uh, do you think that is a bad thing for them to say that? Would you think that it would be? Obviously, I don't think they'll be able to get away with saying that. I don't, they, I don't if, think the head teacher's mixed race. Well. I, I don't think it would be a bad, a bad thing. I don't think you could. You could would you want it? I would. I, if it happened, I would be happy. If if it happened, I would be happy. Have you not maybe spoke to the rest of the? Black I was gonna say yeah. Talk to the other and, black and parents and, and see you, if you can. No, actually, I don't talk to the other black. One of them, uh, one of the girls, I do. These what blacks black. Well, talk to each other, boy. No, because keep our distance. Because yeah, no, so. because my daughter's class is like separate from the other. It's four, it's four classes actually. One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's four classes. Sorry. So my daughter's class is separate from from the rest of them. 
I would, it's, it's hard to explain. If, the rest of them are all, all along this wall, and my daughter's one is there. So I, when we go in, uh, I, we're always in the playground, and them guys are always just, just there. I would go out of my sorry. I was, go gonna, I was gonna say I would have gone out of my way, especially after this happened, and I would speak to the other black parents and say, "Listen, this happened to my daughter last week. Have you have you, have you had any of your children come and say anything like regarding this, and see whether or not they come up with an answer?" And then I would blame them. Do, would you what would you think if we went to go to maybe speak to the, the headmaster and say because. Um, obviously it, all of our children are, are separated there's no black like we don't have any you, you would put it to the to the, to the other I would blacks put that, it to the blackboard would you? <laughs> the blackboard of directors the only, the, the only issue I, the only issue I perceive happening here is the school's probably trying to have quota numbers so yes you might have three people three black people all together in the whole school but they work per yeah. quarters on a per class basis isn't it I'm saying put my, cl- my daughter in a class with blacks I'm telling them you, I, I, you, I don't, I don't next think, year I don't think they go across next the year like, there needs to be like we have uh, four classes four black kids we have to spread them out between one and each class I'm telling them next year you, my child needs to be in a class with people that look a bit like her because, oh. of, because of this situation are all the children the same age in the four classes yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, my daughter will probably be the youngest because she's just one of the youngest in the year. But yeah, it's the year, isn't it? Okay. Even though these, these same black children they could be just as mean to her but one of, the, one of them she, she's not and this is because she's wrong the one she's not a, a super fan of because my daughter's we've taught her morals in it, and so whenever anybody does something, whether they, they if somebody lies, and apparently they're a bad person to her. If they say bad oh, things, oh, apparently they're a bad person to her. Oh, who's this shit like? <laughs> well, that's that's our teacher, man. No, don't be around because watch him. People that lied, you told them all about the lies. You ain't told her about the whites. I don't understand. <laughs> this don't make no sense to me because <laughs> I, I just think lying starts now. I think the that stuff starts later, no. Well, I know, no, I know, no, it doesn't because clearly you're having this now. That's I what I'm trying know. to say. And this is why I say because I've helped raise children before. I said there are some things that I'm I'm well versed with, and then there are some things that I knew I'm I'm gonna have to learn as I go along. So I believe I'm gonna be cool with her much better as a teenager because I'm I'm actually I'm, I'm in and out of teenagers' lives. But um, when I was helping raise four, five, six year olds, I wasn't there every single day, every single night. It's it actually different. So I'm learning th- this kind of stuff. So in that regards. I don't know how racist a five, six, seven year old would be. I'm just saying. And I don't know. And, and like simple, around, simple was alluding to with the question. I don't know if it's even racism. She even the girl might have said it innocently for even, a different reason. Even if you just said to her, uh, "Do me a favor, quickly go in that shop there and uh, ask the man if the, what time it closes," and you might be standing outside. Yeah. And then seeing how the people follow her around, this little black girl, she won't know. Stuff like that. My my daughter. Yeah, maybe they should just stand outside and say, quickly go in there and, and do, go and get this thing for me. So I should use her as a guinea pig to figure out oh, if, if, if... No, if I'm not the, saying that. I'm saying the fact that you, she doesn't know about race and this type of stuff, she will find bits and bobs like that. that things, things like that, she will start learning. Yeah, things are going to happen organically and yeah. then we'll discuss it when it happens. But I'm saying if you give her an understanding of it, then maybe she might acknowledge it. Simple. What about you then? Because I'm, I'm one of these ones where it's like... I don't mind preparing you for things, but I do not want to put, especially with her, her, how her mother and I are. We are we we understand there's racism, like I, like we discussed with anti thing. I'm bang on. She's right what she said. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't even apologize. You might have phrased it wrong or whatever, but I agree with her. We know there's racism. We we deal with racism every every which way, but it's not something that I, I need to uh, put on a on a tablet and write down. I'm talking about a stone tablet here, concrete it, hang it up on her wall. Racism. And then that's that's oh, like ma- maths, English. You know, you play play with your toys, TV, and racism. This is what you need to learn. It's like that's gonna come later, man, because okay. you're gonna experience it. And I do it. I did it in my way. Like I said, I did my subtle um, 
affirmations. I tell her that she should love herself. I should. I, I'm more about the positivity about being black. Do you think that she can, as opposed to negativity? Do you feel of, like she feels racism. that way? That that she loves herself as a black person. I don't think she sees herself too tough as black right now. Okay. Maybe this is going to wake her up. Or change it. Okay. So, sorry, he did ask you a question and didn't didn't answer. Yeah, I didn't get to. Yeah, which, I know. Which side do you come down? Because I'm more of the less softly, softly approach. We'll deal with it a bit later or when it arises. And Wahala seems to feel that this is something you need to teach a child because they're going to hit it. Let them have the barrier before it happens instead of building the armor after the, the attack. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one because <clears throat> we did this something similar with our daughter. Like we, I, I, me and the missus sat down and I said to her, look, I don't, um, I don't want to impose certain things um, on her. Um, although, you know, this is an environmental thing, so it's about survival or what have you. I don't want to impose certain ideas on her. I don't want it to be me or us that's pushing certain ideas and agenda-based thinking. Mm. So I said to her, in particular about race, um, I don't think that we should go down the hard line of um, teaching her any which way about race. Let's do the other thing where she comes back to us. Um, and it's dangerous, it's a risk. Because depend, depending on the, the personality of the individual is depending on how that spans out. But I think raising her as a roadman helped in the sense that her levels of confidence about certain things are quite high. So even if um, somebody's come to her with a thing that she doesn't fully understand, um, she has the confidence to be able to talk. If she feels like it's not right or what have you, she has the confidence to be able to talk. It's kind of... I don't know if it's backfired, but it's been a bit weird because she's come back and said some stuff and she's like, oh, when I say say some stuff, I mean not even directly related to other people um, being racist or racism towards her. But she said some stuff that I'm like, well, why have you made that divisionary line? She's like, oh, why is it that white people do this? Or why is it that white people do that? And I'm like, mm, we don't talk like that at home. Like as far, no, we're in, within the household, we don't talk like that at you home. You always at home, do we? Uh, when I say, what do you mean? You, you, just because you're... You, uh, I don't know about your daughter, but I know your daughter rolls with your wife quite often. Yeah, she could be in in a space with other people that's talking and pick up that stuff. It might not be your wife. It might not be you. Yeah, could be people okay. around her. I mean, that, 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 that I mean, that's fair. Potentially that, be coming out with these conversations. And fair. I know one thing about your daughter. Your daughter likes adult conversation. Yeah, she does. So she might just be picking up bits and bobs from about adult conversation. I hear that. And when that's come back to us now, we've had to explain to her yeah you can't just say just because the person's white like you have, we have to have the conversation like what do you know about that mm. like what does the person you know being white that? what you know about yeah what does that? the person being white have to do with this oh well it's just something that they always do is how do you know that is that something that you've observed yourself or is that something that somebody's told you do you get what I mean so mm. like you dig in that sort of sense but we ultimately want them to be prepared didn't it but it's a tough one. So, like I said, I we didn't have the conversation directly to say racism. Da, 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 da. Mm. I just raised her in such a way where she has a road mentality, a little bit. It's not. It's not. She's not a super gangster. There's so many stuff that when I'm saying she's a roadman, you'd expect that she'd be about the hustle. She's not about the hustle. You raised her hard, but I've raised her a bit harder. I but think, that's I the think, thing. I've tried with my daughter. Sorry. But she's not hard. As I'm saying, it's so, about the so personality. I, 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 I can't, I can't, I make, I can't make her hard. I think you're both doing your child a disservice. And and it's very dangerous times. I don't know how you can't start speaking to your child about race. I think that will be like one of the top agendas. Because they're six. 
But and, there's people. And, but and we're living they, now they, in a society. Young. In a society now where it's just far right behavior. The other day, my wife said she was at a bus stop, and some man was just randomly screaming. Don't know why, um, um, screaming at her and others in the in the line in the line at the bus stop. All you people coming into this country, um, messing shit up, fucking around, doing all this stuff, spitting on the floor, saying, "Don't know what they all." Him and his wife. The wife was just there trying to calm everyone down, and he's there getting aggressive, saying, "Look at them fucking getting in my way." Did it, all these all these foreigners, bro? He's just standing at the bus stop, bro. These are things. This country and other countries at the moment are going to a far right mentality, and I think that as much as you're telling me your child is six, you lot are very prepared to have adult conversations about other things. I think you need to start telling your child about racism because they could be they can get astray without even understanding it, like she just did. Who? His daughter. Yeah. And 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 it can come from anywhere else. And then if if I'd explained to her beforehand what difference when, when you're in the car now and you get stopped by police, she's asking why. Because you know, even though you don't haven't or haven't happened, God forbid it does. Happened it happen. to me. Happened to me. And I, I, but she was she was super young, and I it was really bad because I had to try to explain to her very very quickly that we're getting pulled over by police. Obviously, she's at an age where she she can't understand it. But I wanted to make sure because I don't know how it's gonna go. I wanted to make sure she was prepared for uh, the behavior towards me to be very different to how she's seen everybody else behave towards mm. me. So that's that's what I was trying to prepare her for. But it was hard. Very, very hard. I think it's a difficult conversation to have, but I would I would have expected both of you, especially you, Simple, to have this conversation. That's I'm very maybe, maybe I thought you would have had it from when the when the baby was carried in the uh, the, the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my baby right there. I just think you know what one thing that a parent wants to do with their child is is preserve their innocence. Mm, unfortunately, and, and, and as a black girl, people don't allow that, and you need to be very careful that she, that um, she doesn't come with a false false uh, uh, false narrative that people see her as equal or people see her as this or people. No, she, I don't they, know. There are no no predators I, are out there. In, well, racial predators, or what? yes, in any any form of way, yeah, and and the, and the black woman is one of the most hunted. I I just I just um I'll bring it to my to my wife, but I'm still comf- comfortable with the way I went about it. I you, you said your wife don't really see race anyway, or colorism is the one that she don't see so. No, much. no, she no, she knows it's there, but she's it doesn't bother like yeah. other people crying. It's not cry, she don't crying about anything. Yeah, my a, wife don't cry about stuff flippant. like that. But maybe now a daughter might might make make make, make a difference. I suppose. No, because no, no, I think you're misunderstanding. It's not that I don't see it. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's just I said if somebody pulls me over for, and I think they pull me over because of racism, they say, oh. Well, what are you doing? And I blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And then I put my key in and I go home. And I don't even tell nobody. Because that's just life. It's not that I don't... It's somebody where somebody else might kick up a fuss and come home and they're steaming and and, and, and I, can't, I can't eat right now. This happened to me. That's what I'm saying. Would you like it to become life for your daughter then? If she, if it is said, life. If somebody so, yes. tells her that again, you would, would you prefer that she don't come back and tell you? No, no. That's not a good example. I'm an adult. I'm talking about being pulled off. I'm not talking about somebody in school um, being racially. No, but he, what, he's talking about the idea that you... you, I, you if, I if want you, my wife, to, my daughter to be like my wife in, in that regard. So if you taught her that it was just life, you would be happy that she would have that kind of experience at school and then won't even bother to come and tell you because it's... Rush no, off. that's why I said... Rush well, off no, because I'm talking about a child is different than an adult. But by the time she's an adult, I don't want her to go home and not be able to eat. 
to not be able to, to, to watch a film in, in comfort, to have to cry on her boyfriend or husband or girlfriend's shoulder because she experienced some racism during the day. I want, her to, I, want her, I want her to have a, a, the, the shield by the time she's an adult. So then that means she's got to go through that now then? Not necessarily. This is my point. My, my, my wife didn't experience racism until a, a, a certain age. And then it, by, the t- by that point, she had a shield up and it was... Your it, wife it lives in a very different situation. That's what I'm saying. So what's that got to do with anything? I'm saying I would, I would want her to be that in that regard. She's still growing up in a black home with a black family. Your wife grew up in a different country. Yeah, I didn't grow up in a different country. Yeah, but again, it's not. I don't think it's the same. Where, for us, when you grew up in Hackney, that's a different country. But this is I, I, <laughs> in his way. But, but, but I, compared I, to where they are, are now, but your wife grew up predominantly seeing black people, and they are like that is the majority. Yeah. It's only when she come here, she's like, who's, who's, what's this? Who's this? Are you I, know, this? Yeah, I know this. It's oh, Asian. Yeah, so the, found, the, the foundation is different, basically. Yeah, so she's, yeah, I know the foundation is different, but she's already, that doesn't mean you can't learn it, because I learned it. It's, so it's not, it's not, it's not unimaginable mm-hmm. for her to have to, to, to deal well with, with racism, because I feel some people deal with it well, and some people don't deal with it well. The racism is there. It's, I don't know if well is the correct terminology for it. Okay, so some, people, say some people cry about it, and some people don't cry about it. I'd just say differently. You know, that's how, what you would say because not everyone cries there could be other reasons they could be ag- aggressive about it they could be this they could be that that's why I don't want really to cry but anyway it's, it, it is what I'm it sorry is. That, I'm sorry that happened and I was oh. very 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 upset when, when you when you messaged that because he basically that, when I landed off the plane that's what I saw oh. I was like what I didn't even get a chance to even be happy for for five minutes before I was uh, fuming. You, you back home now. You back yeah, home. I was like, what? Yeah, I, I, I'm hearing it for the first time and I'm not entirely happy about that at all. Yeah. Uh, was, I'm not one of them parents, but I would be one of them parents, boy. That does work. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I would have... I, I, I would have... I would have been waiting for the dad. No, nah, I would have had a very, very stern conversation with the school. They wouldn't have been able to tell me to come back later on. During the day. Everything, what, what, lo- everything what, what, locked down. What would you say? Because this is interesting for me. Because for me, it's like, I don't know. What, what, what would you say? The, for me, they're, the, what they're going to do about it is very, very important. It tells me everything. Okay. And that that's it. I, I, I don't know what they're going to do about what, it. But, what would you be, well, but I'm posing it to them as, listen, this has happened. It's unacceptable. And although it's not a member of your staff that's done this thing, it's a child in the school and that child's parent happens to work here as well. Now I'm not saying that uh um I'm not saying that there's have has to be a direct connection and it's coming from the parent, but there needs to be a full investigation into this. And as this child is a minority is a super minority within the school, you know you only have three black children in the whole of the school. Yeah. We cannot in the whole of the year, sorry. You, we cannot um for a moment overlook this. They would they would have to it's going to be a full dress down. They wouldn't have been able to tell me to come back later on in the day. Not at all. Me, and, I'm not, and I'm not, jump, I'm not sh- jumping and shouting around either, but that is a an urgent and important matter that needs to be sorted out there and then. Me and the school's talking. Later on, me and that parent is talking. And I'm, I'm not coming in the next couple of days. Me and you are going to talk today. You, your husband, we're going to talk. And I want to know why is your daughter feeling that that is acceptable thing to say to my daughter? And you have to convince me that it's not you. Yeah, because my, my daughter's still going to your house, apparently. And and then yeah, then the other side of it also is you don't say they they go to parties with give all this stuff. It's parties in people's houses. As you, where do they have the parties? Oh, little holes and them kind of things. You had party your house. You can't say yeah, but people don't have parties in the house. I got a big house. Wow. <laughs> so you never go to somebody else's house for a party? 
She have I been to someone else? She's been to someone else's house. So so uh, also, and the reason why I I would also have the conversation is because I will also say to them, what I don't want to happen is this thing happened to her again and she turned, I know your daughter's not that way inclined, but she turns around and clarks somebody because if she turns around and clarks somebody for this thing happening again, you guys are going to come running to me talking about how she's assaulted somebody else and you're not going to get the reaction that you want. So and I want the, what the, the, the most um, bad thing that can happen to the child, maybe bar expulsion or maybe suspension to happen to that child. They shouldn't be walking. They shouldn't. Let's say sorry and walk free. Yeah, because the other children have to understand that that is that is very serious. It's very serious, and there's consequences to those actions. But because, at their age, yeah, unless you come in with a shank, there there are no massive consequences for doing anything. Else. So what do you, you don't still, you don't go to the corner? You don't do any of these type of stuff? I don't. I don't know because I know they might get um, uh, separated. I think to another class sometimes. No, nah, I see my in my thing. I put in a, the the most shade of class. In the, uh, be in the our, only white girl in that class. In our in our daughters. Um, school they have a card system so it's, it's yellow red and one other colour mm. and the colour tells you the, the the depth of the offence kind of thing right. Um and yeah you get and it also they, they announce in the in the assembly or whatever who's got cards or who's got the most cards and all them kind of stuff that, so it's like they shame you into behaving better alright thank mm. you for that information I'm gonna for, play this with my wife and we'll discuss what we'll do when we speak to the teacher I guess some of the immediate things are going to be a bit bit, a bit too late now because it happened before the weekend oh right right so now I'm saying that she needs to be punished whatever the strongest punishment is if it's if it was like a detention obviously they'll do detention yeah. for six years but if it's something like that you can't do it a week in lieu I guess they would be like mm, it's a bit, a bit mad now so it's unfortunate that I didn't have the, this information at the time because the, the idea of talking to the teacher and putting my foot down at the time I would agree with now. I didn't, and uh, it would make sense. Yeah, but I didn't. So some things now, unfortunately, it's probably a bit too late to do. But when we speak to them, I guess I'll go harder than I would have been because I was. Bit, I probably would have been a bit more passive about it than what you guys are talking about. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 twofold. It's it's your comfort and also your child as well. Your child has to understand that, because um, at the moment. There doesn't seem to be any consequence from her point of view. The girl said sorry, and that was it. No, she got in trouble. Yeah, but she. What? What? Did, when they're at this age, the school will say that the other child got into trouble, and I'm not saying that they didn't. But your child can't see what that trouble looks like. Uh, well, it's my child that told me something happened, but yeah, she didn't know the exact. Exactly, and that's that's what happened. So, it, as much as, as much as it, um, yeah, as much as she can say, yeah, that she got in trouble, she doesn't really get the full. Uh, depth of the consequence of, of, of the actions so yeah just that anyway anyway alright that was interesting okay alright so um, yeah we're gonna end the podcast yeah let's do the uh, music thing okay let's do our church notes and our goodbyes let's start off with simple Simon. Uh yeah, I'm saying uh, this week like I said I started watching Swarm. Um if you you have to have the stomach for it though because it is fully mad. But um yeah, I think that one is a, a decent watch. So I'm getting into that. Um 
Dave is on the game. Oh, actually, Bel Air. Bel Air is really good. This second season of Bel Air. I was impressed with the first season. I was impressed with the first season. But because it felt like an introductory and character building and all the rest of it, it was it was good. But um, this second season now, I feel like is is uh, they're touching on some really nice subjects and the way that they're doing it is um, they they they're taking the care and the consideration that's required, and I think they're doing it well. So yeah, um, Bel Air is definitely one of my. Um, recommendations right now season two in particular mm. well you need to watch season one to, to know the characters but season two is coming on nicely alright alright Belay is wicked it's wicked not just good and they've done it really well isn't it and I think it's important that you take into account that this is not it's not supposed to be a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air replacement it's supposed to be a separated show mm. yeah a different take on those characters and the, those positions yeah season 2 is finished now anyway okay alright um, alright I think 10 minutes alright Big Wahala at Big Wahala on Insta at Big Wahala on Twitter uh, I haven't really been around so I haven't really got anything to, to recommend still so uh, yeah ladies alright I am Stavros but, but, but yeah you watched you watch the thing and thing out there, though, innit? What? Snowfall? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the only things I really got to watch. I didn't really get to watch much. On and, the, and the football. Yeah, I was. I, 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 I tried my best to uh, not to stay on my tablet watching too many programs. Did I say that I read the book? No. Richest Man in Babylon? Yeah, yes, you said oh, that. Oh, did Okay, okay, cool. Not today, but yes, you said that. Um, yeah, church notes for me is... Um, Teach your kids about racism. No, 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 no. Just, just, um, yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, my big ups this week would be there's a two pack documentary. No, I think it's called Dear Mama. Oh, yeah, on, the, on Fox, FX, sorry. Yeah, and Hulu. So I don't know how you might watch it in this country. Um, because I know Hulu is it Disney, I think. Yeah. Well, one of them, yeah, this, yeah, Disney. So it might be on Disney actually. I don't know. I haven't actually started watching it yet, but I just saw. I don't know if I sent the trailer to you, man. It yeah. was wicked. That trailer was dramatic. Bro. Yeah, and apparently it's one of the Hughes brothers that uh, directed it, and, and I've been hearing good reviews all over the gaff. So there's that, and then the documentary about the um, Harry Belafonte. So there's something about that as well. If I can find it, I'll put the uh, link in the show notes to at least the trailer. So, yeah, that's that. Um, hashtag ESM Podcast. Start joining the conversation at ESM Podcast on all the socials. ESM Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send Sun in. Uh, welcome back, Big Wahala. Shout out to Mr. Wolf and DJ Web Slinger. Mm-hmm. He's the man. This is the old school to new school thing. This is Computer Love by Zap. And this is Dark Passion by Tupac. Drink is guaranteed. You get the pussy wet and the dick hard. Now, if you with me, pour a glass of drink with a nigga. You know what I mean? This is the first hip hop double album. I'm just trying to tell you. 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 I'm just trying to
So come get some more the bone fuck though. The bone fuck is the one that's in my head. What did you say was cool fuck passion? This song. No, Alizé and Crystal. Alizé and Crystal. Oh, Alizé and Crystal. Alizé, the devil's juice. I'm telling you. What was the other one? Hypnotic, innit? We used to make that purple one. one. Yeah, hypnotic and champagne, and then we called that Incredible Hulk. Why did it turn green? Yeah, hypnotic was like a funny turquoise color, mm. and then when you slap this champagne in it, it went a little green. You're alcoholics. All right, um, yeah, thank you very much for joining us. And remember, if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. Slack for life. It's actually a uh, Fresh Prince. The quadruple album. And Fresh Prince and Lavilla, yeah. Yes, yes. Even though it's not really double. Because that was vinyl. I was teaching my daughter about vinyl. Then, then it's all eyes on me. So it was, so it was this one. This is the first double. It's five rappers. Then it's Biggie. Then it's Wu-Tang. So it's both fucks. But it's only one way to make more So I'm standing on the corner Trying to hustle when it's stuck And my pick and roll Couldn't know but a buy a Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls Cats and dogs, wooden and other small insects Welcome to the ESN Podcast